That dude, the how far you've come. Thanks, man. How far you've come. That's not a compliment. Okay, kiss ass. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, how far you've come from using Audacity to using literally any other free software. I'll have you know, I bought the software I have now. Did you buy? Did you buy the sixty dollar Reaper? What are you using? Well, <laughs> because I am a not professional, I use one DAW for recording and another DAW for editing. What? Why? That because like listen, extra steps. okay, this this is what happened. I initially started with Audition, and I learned how to edit through that. But for some reason, I can't get Audition to let me have recording on more than two channels. It'll only record two at a time. For some reason, I don't know what the deal is. I pay for it, like, monthly. Sounds like you got a jank-ass fucking... License for it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. I bought it from their website, so who fucking knows? Why don't you but just upgrade to a Mac? Like, when are you going to do that? Mac is whack. Bro. That's straight up <laughs> not true. <laughs> that is so incorrect. Plus, I don't feel like spending $3,000 on a thing that I use once a week. Hey, I, I got my, my, my 2020 MacBook Air for pretty cheap. Yeah, how much is pretty cheap? It's $1,200. Yeah, see, that's what this <laughs> hey, laptop hey, costs. They retail for four grand. So that's what this laptop. How did you get that? Uh, They had a deal going on in the summer for college students. Oh, which they didn't ask to verify if I went to college. I just used the deal. (laughs) I just clicked the student link. Yeah, well, like it's not like I got an email or anything. I just went on Apple's website and it was like, if you're a college student, here's MacBook at seventy percent off. And I'm like, okay. Where'd you get twelve hundred dollars? Every time I talk to you, you're like, I got six bucks in my account. (laughs) (laughs) Every time. We're going to check my bank account really quick. <laughs> Live updates, everybody. Hey, you'd be proud of me. At the start of like my semester, I was fucking balling. Yeah. I was absolutely balling. And then you told balling. me what all you spent your money on, and yeah. now you have none of it. Well, I, I have some of it. It's just locked in a savings account because I have to pay for things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Welcome to the adult fuck. life. <laughs> Overdraft by $13, he says. Overdrafted by forty six ninety nine. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah, I my mom, mine is only negative seven dollars right now. So. <laughs> I think it's because one of my subscriptions came out. Fucking yep. okay. Never get the NFL game day pass. First of all, it's a fucking Don't scam. On it. You yeah. only get one game a week, and it's forty two dollars a month for one game. Pretty much. That's I thought reading it, I was like, oh, I get every game whenever. No, it means you get any game that already happened whenever. So you can rewatch games. But who the fuck wants to do that? Well, I can go on YouTube for that. That was the only way I could get one of the Dallas games for one weekend. And I was like, I'll subscribe for six months. Wow. What a that's fucking asshole. Fucking dumb. I'm so fucking stupid. That's really stupid. Welcome back to the Toon Junkies podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we yes. are joined today by a very special guest. Uh, the Chris. one host who showed up today. Yeah. yeah. Chris, can we get a, get a clap <laughs> yeah, for well, Chris? Hold for applause. Hold for applause. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to... That was really weird to have you open up the show. I've wanted to do that for a really long time. <laughs> and the one time I got to do it, Nick opened up both episodes oh, that we recorded that day. Oh, when I coronavirus yeah, back in that February? Was, I was really upset about it. I really wanted to do it. Yeah, when I we didn't... When coronavirus wasn't a thing yet, I yeah. got... It was during the... 
Midwest Fest. Yeah, and there was like, yeah, we uh, you stepped in and you hosted for uh, Bardock, Bardock, and, and um, um, Brainwash. I remember, yeah. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really fun. But um, yeah, I remember <clears throat> Nick hitting me up like day of. He's like, "Hey, Chris is really sick. Can you like fill in? Yeah. Like, I'm not comfortable doing this by myself." And I'm yeah. like, "Okay." I sent him a screenshot of my temperature. It was like 103.4. Oh, what? you? He was dying. Yeah, like for, for sure. how long? Uh, it lasted a day, and then, but the one thing I learned from fevers is I fucking like them. It, like, this is the true addict in me, but it makes me feel high, and I Chasing like it. Chasing the dragon again, yeah, guys. Bro. <laughs> it makes me feel high. Like, my body's weak, my head's, like, all woozy. It's, it's like, it's drugs, bro. That's what it is. And so I didn't mind it. You know, I just stay in bed and eat, like, ibuprofen and drink Gatorade and crackers, and it's fine. But, yeah. Yeah, you definitely had COVID for sure. I went to work that day, and I just thought I was like groggy. And I'm like, as the day progressed, I just kept getting weaker and weaker. And I told my boss, I'm like, I think I need to go home. And she was like, why? I was like, I think I'm dying. And she was like, she immediately stepped back. She was like, um, do you have a fever? I was like, I don't fucking know. You got a temp- thermometer in here? I don't know. She was like, go home. I was like, all right. And I took my temperature, 103.4. Took a picture. I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> I can't do these interviews this weekend." He did give us um, some of the best smelling hand sanitizer of all time in the little laptop bag. Oh he yeah, handed so me. I was like, "Hey, oh I got a fever. Make sure you sanitize." What, peach Bellini or some shit. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Mm-hmm. That's some good hand sanitizer. Shout out to my mom for having thousands of hand sanitizer things. Shout all out Chris's my house. mom. <laughs> Not the dead one, the living one. The other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dead one. Yeah, I was adopted. So. Well, yeah, I know that, but. The the so the OG died before I got to meet her and then oh really yeah so that's fun that. yeah there so in Indiana there's a rule when it's a close adoption you have to wait till you're 18 to get information yep. well I turned 18 wasn't worried about then still pretty into drugs at that time and then I was dating this girl and like it was like two years later and she was like you should go you know go meet your parents. I was like, oh, that's a good idea. So I went to my doctor. And I was like, hey, ready for that information now, doc? And he was like, yeah, so uh, your mom died like six years ago. I was like, wow. So that's cool. You couldn't have told me that like earlier instead of me just waiting. And I was like, all right, well, uh, there's nothing I can do about that. What about dad? He's like, I don't know who that is. I'm like, awesome. So that's cool. So I get no information. I did meet my biological grandpa, though, but he's like a full-fledged racist, so I don't <laughs> like, talk to him anymore. Hold on. Like Jesus. he refers to his, he referred to his black Camaro with a certain expletive. Oh, okay. The blank car. And I was like, that's oh. God. And I'd never met like a real life racist before. I've seen him on TV, portrayed on TV. I'm like, oh, yeah. But is, this is, is he this like is TV? But then I met one. I was like, oh my God. Is he like the cold blooded American, like KKK kind of, kind of racist? Or is he like, I'm a full blown Nazi? Like, like so, which one? Is he a genocide kind of guy? That's the or thing. is I don't, he like a separation kind of guy? I don't know because I okay. didn't spend all that much time with him. I right. maybe met him, like hung out twice. And I just remember him telling me, maybe it was him or maybe it was my biological cousin that I met through 23andMe who told me that um, my mom had brought home a black man one time and <laughs> uh, grandpa was a 
not thrilled about it, and oh, okay. he chased him off yep. his property and said, okay. if you wow. ever come back here again, I'll kill you. I was like, oh, okay, so this dude is a real fucking racist. <laughs> yeah, he sounds so. like definitely like a David Duke kind of character. <laughs> like, I I don't know. I I mean, part he's really, he's got a lot of money, so I was hoping to like- They all do. <laughs> I was hoping to get my foot in that door to at least when he dies maybe get some of that money, but I also don't know if I want racist money. But I feel like it depends on what I did with that money. I could like really spit on his grave. I don't think he's dead yet. I don't really know. I don't talk to him. But like donate to the double NAACP or BLM. Just be like, yeah, fuck you, you racist. I don't know, but who knows? That's a life. That was absolutely electric. I can't believe. Yeah, it was like, real Chris, fun meeting got, him. Got like, his grandfather. Good for him. You know, I, I've watched Chappelle's show and, you know, Mind of Mencia. I've heard racist jokes before, but I'd only ever heard them in the context of a joke. I'd, yeah. ne- I'd never actually heard it organically uh, with the intention of, I am better than these people, and it was really uncomfortable. I was like, oh. I looked at my girlfriend, I was like, this should we leave like right should now? Should we go? Should we Probably. go? <laughs> it's like I don't know. I gotta, I gotta see. I gotta, I gotta see this out. What, what's this guy about? Yeah. Sometimes it's like morbid curiosity. You just gotta know more. Yeah, yeah, it was. I, uh, I, I like enough. getting into arguments online with people. Now, okay, I like. I don't know how big you are into TikTok, <laughs> dude. My fucking girlfriend watches it, and her daughter. I. I I can't get into I it. I love TikTok, but there's a there's a problem that's arising on it. Um there's a there's a subsection of TikTok that, that is That has porn. Well, that obviously. There's um, a lane in every there's, yeah, a, there's a, a lane really, for everything I didn't even in know, TikTok. I was just guessing. But there's um there's this new thing that's popping up is where these teenagers are starting like what they call a conservative collective. Um but you watch all these introduction videos mm-hmm. and it's just like some 16 year old who is rattling off a bunch of words that they don't know what they mean. And then when they start talking about their values, you listen for longer than like two seconds. You're like, oh, dude, dude, you're a Nazi. Like <laughs> there's this one guy. I fucking every time I see his face pop up on my like for you page, mm-hmm. I stop. I comment which I never do. I just comment and I go, shut up, Nazi, <laughs> like three exclamation marks. And then people from that page that are on that side of TikTok will like, like, you know, reply to my comment to be like, you don't know what Nazism is. And I'm like, neither do you, Nazi. <laughs> uh, dude, I just fuck with them. They get so upset. I had some dude private message me and he just went off on this huge rant about, you know, how people like me are ruining the country. And I'm like, mm. I didn't state my political beliefs. Wait, I so- said, you're a Nazi. <laughs> are you saying that these are like 16 year old QAnon people yes. or something? Oh, yes. God. But they're, they're like, instead of being like, the keyboard troll like yeah real hardcore like like pepe the frog memes kind of yeah. guy these are like the face of tiktok where they're like these fun like better looking preppy kids that have like a lot of internet clout and then they're using that to like fuel the you know conservative revolution which is antithetical to what a revolution is um like in the tiktok community because tiktok kids are you know relatively young obviously yeah. i think more more of the user base now is older like between 20 and 30 i feel like has a lot of 
relevance in TikTok. But I see a lot of uh, like middle age too. Yeah, and I, a lot of middle age people using it as a dating site, <laughs> which is yeah. very fun. But you have to think about like <laughs> it's not. It's what it's like cringe. The the actual user base, like what it was designed for, is younger people. Yeah, so yeah, there's yeah. still and China and China. Um, there's still like nine to thirteen year olds who are consuming this and they're like oh this guy looks really cool he has a lot of money you know he's you know he looks like he gets girls i'm going to attribute you know all of my time to be more like him Mm -hmm. and then by the time they're 17 they're like hail hitler and shit like that like it's (laughs) it's a problem and it's really fucking with me it's like i love tiktok but i like the funny tiktoks and now there's nazis and i'm like I, I like to go back to the 40s every fucking time. I like TikTok, but I'm also very aware of how it essentially just is a wormhole. And like, I'll get on there before yep. bed. I'll like, oh, just look at some funny videos, get a laugh in before I go to bed. And then I'll look at the clock and be like, holy shit, it's been three hours. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I love looking at my screen time. I'm looking at my screen time right now. Can you guess? My screen time for TikTok alone oh, last God. week. Last week? Last week. I'm going to go with uh, 30 hours. 14 hours last week. What the f- Damn. 17 hours the week before that. And then the week of my finals, 34 hours. Dang. That was pretty close. Sounds like you weren't doing a whole lot of study <laughs> for finals Hell to me. no, dude. Fuck Isn't it funny finals. how the when like it's timing based the the more important things he has going on the more time he spends on tiktok yep interesting tiktok is just man i wish tyrell was here because (laughs) tyrell and i could talk about tiktok for hours because it's so i don't want to say innovative but the way you're consuming content forces you to continually stay on the app Mm -hmm. which is why it's great for viral marketing Mm -hmm. it's great for product placement it's really great for music because that's what it was initially designed for back when it was musically um but oh i remember those ads it was just like fucking children dancing Mm -hmm. to popular songs yeah oh this app looks stupid so musically turned into tiktok yeah so musically was initially just you know dance you know you do dances and then people wanted to like the content creators on musically wanted to start making more videos where you know they could talk and you know they could add things and you know make it like more of like a youtube page but in you know 2020 so uh the company that owned musically just kind of transitioned they were already making a separate app they just kind of transitioned musically into tiktok and it i mean it blew up from there um, I hated the idea of TikTok forever. I was so <laughs> far behind on the curve because all my friends, you know, when I was still in high school, were like in love with TikTok from my junior year or whatever. I didn't get into it until probably halfway through my. Senior you talk year. like this has been a long time ago. This was two years ago. <laughs> That's two mean, whole years ago. I guess it's a long, long time, time for and, a young and like you. And <laughs> in TikTok time, two years is like a hundred million trends ago. So I missed yeah, that on a lot. The trends go by so fast. You want to yeah, talk about like people are like, oh, YouTube trends go by fast. No, YouTube trends are over in three months. TikTok trends are over in four days. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Like the ice bucket challenge was a YouTube thing, wasn't and that it? went on for months. That was like a whole summer. 
that was yeah. a whole summer. And if you have anything like that on TikTok, it's gone in a couple days. Well, the huh. Tide Pod Challenge was a TikTok thing, wasn't it? Tide Pod Challenge literally never happened. Um, it was 100% a media scandal. It was 100% a conspiracy. Um, <laughs> Wait, was so, so, so it was just a it was like a subtle like a secret ad for Tide Pods. It wasn't an ad. It was uh, what I like to call media warfare when it comes to generations, uh, like you know, almost class warfare. Yeah, so you have these boomers who are. And, you know, boomers, Gen X's who are entirely out of like the new community of social media. Yeah. And then you have the younger millennials and, you know, Gen Z who are thriving in it. Yeah. Like that's where we that's where we live. Yeah. So mm. these old heads that are like, yeah, you don't use, you know, 45s anymore. You know, <laughs> they're like, what the fuck is this streaming shit? So they're like, these kids are stupid. They don't know what real shit is. So they made up a fucking trend. It didn't happen. It, it was one video that was faked yeah. that happened one time that blew up. Everyone thought it was hilarious because they knew it was a joke. Mm-hmm. So when they started blowing it up in the media saying, oh, these, these young kids are eating Tide Pods, then these young kids actually started eating Tide Pods. So it did happen. Because they're, because they're influenced by the media. Oh, okay. So these... Old heads and so boomers saying, and literally created the problem. Okay, so okay, so oh, now I see what you're saying. To so it did happen. Revoke it. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. did happen, but it happened not after in the, the fact. way. Yeah, not in the way that like, oh, it was a thing. They reported on it, and then we heard about it. No, it wasn't a thing. They made up the story, and then we're like, then people were like, oh yeah, well, okay, let's do that. They took. <laughs> they want to. They want to talk about it. Let's do it. They took a joke seriously, and then it turned into an actual problem. Um, which oh, man. I gotta be honest with you. I don't know anybody in my life currently that would like. I'm gonna eat a Tide Pod. <laughs> I don't never know anybody. Ever, I've done a lot of drugs and never have I met anyone who's like. You Why know the what? fuck would you eat detergent? <laughs> I don't care if it looks. If you touch one of those pods, they're slimy. Yeah, it doesn't look like candy. Now Cascade pods they that you look put good, in, the, in the dishwasher. That's the green, purple, and silver one, right? That's candy. <laughs> that is 100% candy. That's the one you should eat. Because it's smaller, and it's not like gross on the outside. There's not like film on it. Mm-hmm. You can just... Slide I'm getting off topic. Bullet. Yeah. Um, but the point is, yeah, it was a media conspiracy. Um, the, I wouldn't call it a conspiracy as much as... 100%. <laughs> it, is, it is warfare at its finest. Well, listeners, we uh, this episode is not brought to you by TikTok, and nor are we going to uh, dive into the history of TikTok, <laughs> much to Gennaro's chagrin. Uh, I think I used that word correctly. Yep, that was correct. Okay. Um, no, today is a special episode. Um, much like last year when we had uh, Joey and Adam of Louisiana Lot Lizards come in and interview us to talk about Toon Junkies. That is the same thing we're going to do today. Unfortunately, I'm the only one who made it, so it will just be me. So, welcome to the Toon Junkies podcast. My name is Chris, and with us today, with me today, I just referred to myself as us, with me today, we have Blake and Gennaro. Thank you for having us on the show. Oh, yeah. Merry Christmas, Chris. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Happy Happy belated holidays. holidays. This will come out Saturday. We're recording Christmas Eve. I'm somewhat festive. You can't see it, but I've got my Krampus Christmas sweater on. So I'm a little festive. I'm wearing a I'm also wearing green pants, a white windbreaker, and a red hat. So those are Christmas colors. You're what? I'm wearing a school shirt. Oh, I thought you said a swimsuit. I said, why? (laughs) It's fucking 20 degrees outside, bro. 
Yeah, it's really cold. Yesterday yeah. was nice. It was like 47. Yeah. Was like I woke up this morning, yesterday. went outside. I was like, oh, hell no. That's <laughs> I had to like fucking kick my door to fucking open it to yep. go out to my backyard. So, Fucked. Yeah. My fucking key port and my like to open my door was like kind of broken. I was like, did somebody fuck with my car? But it was just like frozen. <laughs> it was just, yeah, it was just ice. Yeah. I yeah went to turn on my car this morning. I was like, huh. Why are you not turning over? Because it's cold. Gosh. And I think it was just because it's either too cold yeah. or because there's like less than a gallon of gas in there. Probably both. Yeah, you should probably um, keep at least a quarter tank, it's, right? It's fine. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Honestly, I'm just going to- Who needs gas when you have TikTok, bro? I'm just oh going to push God. it into my garage and fill it up with gas later. Um, But yeah, so uh, I don't know. This is a- It feels kind of weird to just do this by myself. Well, like, normally. Why don't we just start off with some easy questions? Let's do it, Chris. No, so, no, um, I gotta ask the first question. First oh, question, that's of right. Course. First question. First question I'd like to ask is: Are your parents disappointed with your career aspirations? <laughs> that is a good one. So, uh, the one that's dead and the one that doesn't know I exist, probably not. Um, but doesn't my, know you exist. Yeah. The well, the dad, the absent father. Yeah, the yeah, absent yeah, father, okay. who yeah. I've never met, probably never will. But I. Can assure you, he'd be like, be like, hey, yeah, I, uh, I was surprised. He'd be like, a what? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, my, uh, my living parents and the ones that know me, um, disappointed might be a, a synonymous feeling that they have. But you know, do they relay this message of disappointment? No, um, no, no. <laughs> it's just um, like their actions more than their words. Well, <clears throat> I mean. I'm not close with my parents. We don't really talk all that much. I just say I'm busy. You know, I can't hang out, blah, blah, blah. But I think they're just proud that I'm not like a a severe drug addict anymore. Like I actually have a job and I have bills and I, you know, am alive and taking care of myself. So I think think they're counting it as a win. (laughs) Do you ever have that like moment where you know you're talking to somebody new you know you're having a good conversation they're like oh what do you do and you're like i really got to say this right now like you really have to open up with yeah so i run a podcast uh it's actually just local musicians and we bully them online um like do you ever have that moment where you're just embarrassed um well yes but i never bring it up like I don't open with "Hi, I'm Chris of the Toon Junkies podcast." No, but if it comes up in conversation, if it comes up, then normally I just you know I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's a thing I do. I feel like some people unless they're have... like really interested and have like a bunch of questions, I'll like appease them. But it's not something I'm like, yeah. So let me tell you how it all got started. It's like no, it's just like <laughs> yeah, this thing I do in my spare time, like you know, it's fun. It gets me, you know, media passes for festivals. So yeah, like, this yeah. is the thing I do. But yeah, do you have a favorite? festival experience i mean currently it's sonic temple last year when i got media passes and i actually got to talk to like famous bands dave granted Grohl, right was one uh of i did meet dave Grohl, but that wasn't that was it um an after show mm. um one day because it was really windy so they shut down one of the stages yep. and then they got a couple of the bands a spot downtown and then they just like yo at foo fighters we got you on the list if you want to come in and then Dave Grohl showed up, and I talked to him. But hmm. um, yeah, I talked to Wage War at Sonic Temple, the drummer of uh, Bad Flower, uh, Dirty Honey. I met Young Blood and Fever Three Three Three. You uh, met Young Blood? Yeah, yeah. He was in the media tent. <laughs> I just Dude, I was yeah. like walking through, and I was like, 
oh shit and he goes he goes hello mate or what the fuck he said <laughs> he accent does not I, sound british when he is talking most of the time like i feel like he doesn't sound super british he sounds like he's from a different country but not like that when mm-hmm. he's fucking singing i swear on my life that man is full-blown like fucking tower the big ben clock tower whatever like that's <laughs> he sounds so british when he's when he's like doing anything musical i've said watched a lot of interviews with him and he talks he talks well. relatively british but not yeah. nearly as much as like well, he's harry not styles cockney accent no but I he mean... fucking does when he's singing it's goofy <laughs> I don't know. Like he did a cover of um I will follow you into the dark and he when he was singing that. That he did that one and then he also did a cover of a, of a new Taylor Swift song and I was listening to it and I was like did fucking Taylor Swift move to fucking you know like rural <laughs> Wales like what the hell? I mean it was good but I was like I can't understand a fucking word this guy is saying. But no, I was like I I'm happy for being able to get that uh, experience but I'm also in hindsight upset because we were still relatively new at doing this whole thing when I went to Sonic Temple so like I just had to jump into these famous people like with little to no experience and like during I felt it like if you watch the videos I played off pretty well but I am so nervous like the whole time and like afterwards like they'd leave and be like I'd look at Nick Bliss, who was the camera guy for yep. me, and I was like, I hated that. And he'd be like, uh, did you? It looked really well. I'm like, if you could feel what I feel inside my body right now, it would be a nightmare. Like, I am so upset with how this is going just because I didn't have enough. I don't feel like I had enough experience. Now I could play it off, but I don't know. Do you feel that uh, like this year coming up, possibly if we open back up, you're going to be able to, uh, you know, be able to do that without as much nerves? Yeah, probably. Like I was excited for this year because we had we had passes for Sonic Temple again. We mm-hmm. were going to go to Michigan Metal Fest and Riot Fest and you know uh, River Lights and South Bend, and there was another one that we were going to go to in Fort Wayne. So we had a lot of things planned, but COVID really <laughs> shit the bed. Hey man, you know we live in unreasonably difficult times, <laughs> um, but I gotta say, I think. You guys, from the start of this podcast to now, um, your journalistic skills have gotten a lot more interesting and a little more in-depth. So I think if you had the opportunity to, like you said, like actually like interview Dave Grohl, mm-hmm. I think you do pretty solid. I like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty, like I'm not happy with the level I'm at because I mean- you know, there's I, always room for improvement. I've got to get better. Um, and a lot of the times, you know, we have people that come in that I know and I can, you know, I hang Just out with them, I talk them. to them and mm-hmm. I'm like, I kind of know where you're at. But like, I feel like when I interviewed Ben Rosette was probably the first, one of the first times I like spent time like researching and like trying to figure out, you know, what kind of questions can I ask? Um, yeah. But that's actually something I want to, I do kind of want to like, take some classes on how to be a better journalist just so I can be better at this. Well, if you want, I will 100% give you the $400 textbooks that I got there from my go. journalism classes. If you can have them. Bro, just give me your worksheets. Uh, you you can me, have them. Give me your homework. That was the only class it. this semester that I was so close to getting 100% on. Oh. God, 98%. Damn. My stats... <laughs> yeah, you told me Woo. about that. Thirty-one <laughs> percent after the final. Wait, Damn. what? 
Yeah. Statistics? Stati- elementary Ooh. probabilities and statistics. Uh, 1680 or some shit. I hate all oh those words. Oh my God. I didn't know I was so bad at math that word problems for kindergartners were hard for me. <laughs> so Wait, so what are you going to school for? Uh, I am going to school for digital print media and photojournalism. Okay. So. Yep. Taking pictures. Taking taking yep. pictures. Yep. <clears throat> I'm going to go work on a wildlife reserve. That or be an English teacher. We'll see. Those are two very different things. Those are the only two things I'm qualified <laughs> for. <laughs> Can't you like get onto like National Geographic or some that's shit? Literally that's, all I want to yep, do. That's yeah. his goal. Yeah, that's we talked in. If you go back to our goodbye Gennaro episode, he talked. Oh, about yeah, I'm how back. Wanna... By the way, isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, sorry, I said goodbye. You guys can't get rid of me that yeah, easily. A couple months ago, but yeah, he was talking about how he wanted to be get a job at Nat Geo. I was like, bro, that'd be that'd be a slick yeah. gig. One of my um, advisors, actually, at my school, used to be an executive producer for National Geographic. Holy shit! Yeah, she's really cool. <clears throat> um, met her in person. Just like casually seeing her on Zoom, I was like, "She's like five five. This girl is." How could you tell how tall she was? I don't know, she through looked, Zoom. She looked like she was at an appropriate height. This girl was like four six. Oh, that oh was the God. tiniest human I've seen in my entire life. So you're saying anything under five five is inappropriate? Is that what you just said? You're taking my words out of context. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> what I'm saying is she didn't look tall enough to executively produce anything. Oh, so um, now you're just a heightist. You have to be oh, a yeah. certain height. You could put to is control the of any word and it makes me sound like a terrible person. <laughs> that's Sorry. see, that's my skill. I'm I can just spin saying it and make you look she like a bad guy. Was, she was shorter than anticipated. Okay, there we go. But listener, if you're under five five, you shouldn't be delegated any responsibility. <laughs> That's Gennaro's stance. <laughs> you should have to be coddled and no further comment. <laughs> oh uh, man, we kind of went into a tangent there. That's to be expected here at the Toon Junkies podcast. There's a lot of tangents, especially yeah. when I'm on here. Uh, yeah. Fucking one of the episodes that I did, it was just me. We started talking about our experience watching Spider-Man in the theaters with my brother, and it took us the entire episode to finish the story. We just kept going on tangents, and it was so bad. That was the hardest episode to listen to, but I do have to say I frequently go back to it and just crack myself up. That was some of the funniest conversations I've ever had. I know. uh, I listen to Two Bears, One Cave a lot, and... Burt Kreischer, I love him, I love his stand-up, but that dude is so difficult to listen to because he can't stay focused. Like he'll, He laughs a lot. He laughs and like he'll be mid-sentence of something and then just jump to like, oh, that makes me think of this. Like, bro, finish, finish what you were saying. It Ugh. takes so long for him to finish a story, yeah. especially in his stand-up comedy specials. The fucking, oh my God. I, well, that's I part wanna, of the... I don't want well, yeah, the, They got to eat up time, to... so... Yeah, but you can eat up time back. when you're, yeah. you know, a more, you know, advanced stand-up comedian. But imagine him doing that same thing when he only had 20-minute sets. He wouldn't, though. Because he has an hour, he can elongate the story. Twenty. He tells three stories for his entire comedy special, and they're all three yep. of them are 45 minutes long. Yeah, well, that's... I mean, good for him. I mean, they're the funny. I The Machine is still one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It's just sometimes it's hard to listen to. I think to. my girlfriend even said something about that, how he can't like stay on 
point. He'll yeah, it's, like it's really address tragic. one part of like the next part of the story very briefly, yep. and then explain the background behind it, and then talk about his daughter. And yep. dude, it just goes on. One like three sentence tidbit turns into like twenty minutes. Yeah, like my yeah. senior thesis. Like mm-hmm. it turns into that. <laughs> it's really, it's really wild. But I, I think that happens with a lot of people who have, I guess, I can say, speaking careers. Um. Since we're talking about, you know, journalistic stuff on podcasts, the Joe Rogan experience is what I imagine like a crazy person (laughs) just like ranting to himself. But if he had like guest hosts, Um, because it's never like one topic for a short period of time, it's 15 topics for that span of what one topic would be. Mm hmm. And then duplicate that until it makes three hours. Uh, it's it's really like if you watch the Kanye episode he did, um, but holy shit, it makes no sense because it's two crazy people now. <laughs> Bro, I watch the Alex Jones. I always watch the Alex Jones ones because that dude fucking cracks me this is, up. This is a this is a Christian family show. I, I apologize. I got a lot of hand there. But anyways. But anyways. Um, Blake, I really like how you have your iPad here. I literally forgot my laptop when I was... I was going to say, I was, I was like, where's your laptop? I was. I made it over by Concord, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I don't know. I had a You rough. put all your stuff on your laptop? Yeah. Well, why didn't you just put it on your phone? I don't know, Chris. Because he's Gennaro. These are the professionals I, listen, I work with. I was up really late last night. I haven't actually slept in like three weeks, but last night was a problem. Uh, I was up accidentally until about 5.30 in the morning playing Minecraft. <laughs> oh um, wow. You lead such an exciting life, Gennaro. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. It's uh, What it's, were you doing playing what were Ghost you of doing? Tsushima or some shit? No, I mean, I went to bed at 10. <laughs> yeah. Because I get up at 4. Real question. Take a guess. Don't do this to me. I'm really bad with ages. Because when I first met him, I thought he was like 22. And that was you're like line. 29. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're probably like 27. Really? Yeah. Dude, I'm fucking... I mean, pretty close. I'm turning 27 in March. Oh, okay. So. I was like, you, you're not <clears throat> as old as Chris. So, which baffles me because I always assumed you were older just because yeah. you were always like the sound guy and I always assumed that to be a sound guy, you had <laughs> you to, have be... to be fucking old. <laughs> you, well, not so much old, but like experience. You had to have time under your belt and know what you're doing because that's. To me, that's just how education works. You can't be good at something unless you've had a lot of time at it. I mean, I've so, learned from a bunch of fucking old ass people. So <laughs> I guess that kind of counts. That's the best way to learn. Old ass people, they're like, if you do this, I will saw your hand off. And you're yep. like, oh, okay. But also, being a short person, if anyone's ever taller than me, I always assume they're older because <laughs> I, I think What about me? Before. Well, not you. I'm like because, two feet taller than you. But I swear I've known, we've had this conversation before. Probably, yeah. Yeah. But I, was, I just look at you, like I've always looked at you as a child, just because you've <laughs> always been a child. Baby face. Yeah. I still have people like in the scene that are like, how old are you now, 15? I'm like... <laughs> yeah, two years ago. <laughs> I was like, well, it's just weird because like that means I've been in this scene for so long. I My first band played my first ever show when I was 13 years old. Mm-hmm. So, and I've been, you know, involved in the music scene for however long I can remember because my brother was, uh, 
side comment. Um, but like, yeah, I've always known people in the scene. Like the reason I started playing music was because of Chase Caldwell from Humanity Level. Oh, Dead yeah. ass. When I was like seven or eight years old, I wanted to be that man, even though he was 14 at the time. Mm-hmm. I just thought he was the coolest motherfucker ever. And I still do to this day. I, Wait. Should we just start asking Gennaro questions and make this about him? Yeah, that's what I'm kind of feeling. Well, I I, I was on a side (laughs) comment. Anyway, so I asked you about your age because Chris, the longer I've known Chris, the more of an old man he becomes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have become quite jaded and cynical. Yeah, you kind of, you're like, I go to bed at 9.30 and I'm like, but it's Okay, but hold up. What time do you go to work? Four. I get up at 4 a.m. Yeah. So that's why. But like weekends? Oh, on the weekends I stay up to like two or three. But like <clears throat> yesterday, because it was Tuesday, like I'm still in my work mode. So like nine o'clock came around, I was tired. I'm like, all right, I'm just, fuck it. I'm done watching Naruto. I'm just Wait, did you there. just say that yesterday was Tuesday? Yeah, wasn't it Tuesday? Oh, today, <laughs> yesterday was Wednesday. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying, Wednesday. bro. Like <laughs> yes. it's weekday. I'm still in the work like method. Chris has become an old man to me. And I don't get that from you yet. I don't get the old man vibe from you. You still feel, I mean, like you could be 22 for all I know. Um, I mean, obviously you have facial hair, so I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) Obvious indicator that you're old. I don't know. If I had facial hair in four years, good for me. Good for me. (laughs) Don't think it's going to happen. That spotty shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's It took me 26 years just to grow a full mustache. And even then it's not great. So whenever I see anyone with a beard, I'm like, oh, this dude is like a hundred million years old for sure. I remember this kid that I went to middle school with had a full beard in sixth grade. His name was oh, Zach I didn't have armpit hair in sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I had pubes yet. Anyway, I have another question. So with cool. your iPad. Yeah, with my iPad. With your iPad. I got like another six question questions here we got to get through. Uh... If there was one episode you would want a new listener to listen to to get a feel for what the Toon Junkies truly is, what episode would it th- would that be? And this was supposed to be for like all three hosts. But yeah, I'm sure a lot of the questions were supposed to be for all three of us, but yeah. alas, not all three of us. I had here. a couple of Nick specific ones in my laptop <laughs> that. What you could do is gone. you could ask them, and I could just make up an answer for them. Okay. Yeah. I would try and summon up the spirit of Nick Dameron. And I'm, I'll be wrong, but it'll be funny to hear <laughs> what I think he would say. Um, so if I were to suggest an episode to a new listener. So I think um, some of my favorites are a lot of the early on. Like one of my favorites is the first Bardock episode we did. That one was really funny. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. I would say any Louisiana Lot Lizard episode, yep. but there are a couple that I really think are like top notch. Last year we fell in love with them. We like had them on like five, six times. Yep. Um, but now I would say um, the Synthnopsis episode was really good. That one was really funny. Um, as for like the more serious note, I would say probably the Carry On Veil was pretty good. Um, was uh was that with Travis or yeah, Travis? Okay. Yep, it just Travis. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I really enjoyed the Ben Rosette one, even though that was just me. That was another thing, like oh, we couldn't get together, but I needed something, and I just follow him on like Facebook, and I talk about his music all the time. So I was like, "Yo, can I interview for my podcast?" And he was like, "Yeah," and I was like, 
bitching, to quote <laughs> Nicholas. Um, but yeah, um, without looking at a lot of the, uh, I think the Nautilus one was really good. We were pretty professional in there. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's funny because there seems to be like this duality of there are some episodes that are like serious and we do like the journalistic approach. And then there are some where we just vibe really well with a guest. And so then it just becomes fun. And sometimes we get sidetracked and we forget to talk about the band. Yep. We just get sidetracked and talk <clears throat> about Spider-Man or Nickelback or whatever the fuck it is. I. He's, he's talking the specific. newest episode you have out. You guys were just all over the place. Yeah, 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 yeah. It happens. We all have ADHD and... I, I like, yeah, it's not, you know, super like journalistic, but I also feel like the main point of like why we wanted to do this was one, to learn more about the bands, but also we feel like there's a lot of discrepancy between actually getting the sincere, genuine version of the artist as opposed to like, oh, hey, you're going to get interviewed by Rolling Stones or you're going to be on this TV interview. And so they have short little segments and they have to be very professional and like just sell the product. Whereas now I want like I come to see your shows and like I want to. Yeah, I like your music, but I also like you as a person and I want to really sell that like mm-hmm. your humor, your ideologies, your you know beliefs like that's the person I want to know. Like I feel like there's. The product of the music, and then there's the people, the humans who make the music. And a lot of times, we only get to see the yep. product. We don't. Thankfully, social media has done a, you know, to an extent, a better job at letting you see behind the curtain. But even then, they're still kind of controlled. And like, hey, you can't say that. I'm like, but that's what I believe. So you're kind of yeah. like bridging the gap between like people's perception of the artist based on the music or based on shows. And kind of bringing it full circle to like, oh, these are people too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would like to be the bridge between stage and audience. I want, I want you to be able, like, when you, when these bands blow up, and you see them at a festival, and you buy VIP, I want you to be able to go up to that person and be like, hey, I heard you talking about uh, Game of Thrones on Toon Junkies. Like, your favorite character is also my favorite character. Instead right. of just being like, as a lot of people do, hey, I really like the album. Will you sign it? And then it's like. That's so to me. That's not very fulfilling. Like, yeah. Yeah, I know you like the album. You're fucking here, bro. Like, I know <laughs> you're wearing my shirt. Like, I know you like the music. <laughs> I want, I want you to know the person who made the music. Okay, so that was kind of still tangent a little bit. What are what is your straight up answer for the question? That oh, Bardock wasn't an acceptable answer. Well, just um, flat out Bardock. Well, you said you <laughs> you have two different types of episodes, like the journalistic, and then you have the comedy sort of ones. Yeah. Well, give me I mean, two examples. So straight up, it. Bardock was really funny, and then the Nautilus one was very like I feel like there's still humor in there because I feel like the humor helps it not be so uh, boring. If yeah. if for me, I find it if it's all just educational to me, it's. Super boring. So you think uh, that'll turn off the listener? Is what you're saying? So, yeah, I mean, there. I've listened to WTF with Mark Marin. Love the show, but sometimes the the content is just lulling and just not exciting. Yeah, I need that high octane entertainment, bro. That's because you take Adderall, Jesus. Christ. I don't though. Yeah. I sometimes do, but I not know <laughs> for your ADD or for fun. For AD, well, because I woke up kind of groggy. And like it's 4 a.m. And I'm like, I don't even take my whole pill. I just take like half of it. And it just 
wakes me up so I can focus. And I found out that I work a lot better when I take it. Well, I feel like most Isn't people that do. weird? <laughs> like I don't get distracted as often. Isn't that so crazy? Who would have thought Adderall would do that? Do you have a question? I do. Um, so, Chris, I like talking about like more behind the scenes kind of things. Mm-hmm. So what are some challenges you've had to overcome from the start of the series to now? Mm. Hmm. Like that can go for like asking people to be on the show or like editing or any anything. Just, so, just challenges. Challenges. Well, the first thing I would probably have to say is that at the beginning of this endeavor, excuse me, I had no knowledge of how any of this worked. I didn't know what a DAW was. I didn't know what a condenser microphone was. I didn't know anything about cables or audio interfaces. So all of this started with like, no, not. I wanted to do it, and I just had to force myself to learn. And that's why if you start from episode one and you listen to now, you can hear the progression of how things got better because I forced myself to learn what mics I need. You know, you need an interface. You need a, you know, a DAW. But I like that was one challenge, and another one would be I didn't know that scheduling was such a fucking issue. <laughs> like I thought a <laughs> band would just reach out, and then they'd be like, yeah, we'll be here on this day. <laughs> but it's like, no, we have four, five, maybe even six people whose lives we have to juggle to align on one day for fucking two hours. And that's just the podcast. It doesn't take into a f- like account the drive time and all that stuff. Um, so that was that was actually why um, that was the initial reason Lex came on board was to like help me like handle the like the business side of it at first the workload yeah the workload yeah. like at first it was just me and nick you know and tyrell that were just kind of like doing it for fun and then like it just kind of picked up faster than i was expecting and then we were getting media passes for places and i was like this isn't supposed to be happening this fast like bro i still am learning how to do this <laughs> but so that was really stressful i didn't like that at all but to me, I'm one of those people that just learns by doing. Like, right. it, you just throw the baby in the water. If it swims, it swims. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Sink or swim, baby. That's yeah. my. That's how I live my life. <clears throat> Sink or swim. So you struggled with the business side. Yeah. So. Like, talking to people is easy. I can do that, no problem. So if you're talking about the business side of things, let's... Uh... Let's jump into this because this is something I've always wanted to know. Is there... I might have an answer. Is there not. any one guest that you think would be the absolute best person to have on this podcast that is such a long shot you don't know if it'll ever happen uh like a dream guest yes oh man Mm. that's like one of my questions a dream i have been wondering this from like the very first time that i like realized this was like oh this is a serious thing Mm -hmm. because you get into a field and you're like you know you start pretty low to the bottom and then Mm -hmm. once you're like rising you know closer and closer up you know you're like what's too far because like we were talking about dave Grohl, i was like that'd be really fucking cool but is that too far or no. like does he like what's what is your like overreach that you just really think you can get there oh it's like if you an could attainable have one guest a goal? on the show who would it be if i could have one guest well it's got to be my man, John Mayer. That's the person I love to talk to. Because, 
Have you got $3,000, right? <laughs> yeah. That's just his fucking VIP meet and greet yeah. stuff that he does. I feel so a lot of the people that I would love to like talk to are people that somehow or another don't really do like that many interviews anymore, at least not for their band. Like I would love to talk to Brandon Boyd of Incubus, but the only time I ever see him like promoting an interview is when he's talking about his art, which is really <laughs> cool. You should check that out. Um, or John Mayer doesn't do like interviews anymore. Like unless he's talking about his watch collection or like uh, his something. lots of money. Yes, his yeah. something lots and else. Lots of like, money. He doesn't. I. He just like rarely does interviews anymore about his music. Um, or Burt McCracken of the Used. I'd love to talk to him. Oh my god! Yes, yeah. I would love to. Or Vil Vallo of him. I would love to talk to any of them, but again, I don't know if it's just because they're like they've been doing it so long. They're just like yo, they're kind of like bored of it. People know our music. People know us. I don't need to talk about it. So like, I understand that, but that's another thing that makes me sad. Is like I feel like I got into this too late. So like, all the people that I idolize and worship have like already said everything they could ever describe about their music. So it's like every anything I ask has already been asked, and they're just like. Yeah, so if you'll refer back to my Rolling Stones interview from 2004, <laughs> I answered this question. It's like, ah, I'm sorry. It's a pretty good answer. I actually like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, part two of that question, then. Part D. Alive or dead? Ooh, alive or dead. Mm-hmm. Hmm. If you could have anybody that's dead. Who would it be? Yeah. Hmm. That is something I haven't thought about. But, I mean... I would like to say Jim Morrison, but I also feel Oof. like that would not be that fun. No. Because I feel like he's a very it would uncomfortable be aloof person. And it would be weird. He yeah. wouldn't like it wouldn't have any straight answers. Like, so what inspired you? He'd be like, Well, the consciousness of the uh, dead Native <laughs> American that follows me. We're like, bro, I just want to know why you wrote American prayer, okay? Um Spider Man think... Jim Morrison on the wall is my favorite thing, by the way. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh my god! I remember us um, putting that up. That was funny. <laughs> I think, um, ooh, I would love to talk to the vocalist of Blind Melon for sure. Blind Melon? Yeah. No rain. Is he dead? I'm pretty sure he's dead. Oh really? You asked for me. Ask me for a dead person. <laughs> um, Blind Melon would be cool. Um, I don't know. I haven't really thought about dead people. I mean, Janis Joplin would be really fun. I think. Except you guys would be just getting fucking trashed the entire time. That's why it would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it would be a lot of fun. Um, I don't know. Uh, I feel like thinking about dead people, I'd almost have to stick to like relatively. If I went too far back, our humor wouldn't like match yeah. like i couldn't quote family guy or stepbrothers they'd be like why is that funny and like <laughs> oh that's right you've been dead for 40 years <laughs> you don't yeah. know i think um the best dead person to interview would be beethoven because he'd be like what's the microphone how could i interview him he's deaf <laughs> he'd be real oh shit yeah, oh yeah. my god yeah i i don't know sign language i don't think he did either 
You know, that's probably a good they, point. I don't think they had sign language. Was sign then. language a thing back then? I there was nothing was a thing back then. That's true. Didn't he used to have to like bite on a metal rod to like yeah. feel the vibrations? Yeah, he also sawed the legs off of his piano and played on the floor so hmm. you could feel the vibrations. Interesting. Yeah. I watched I watched a documentary about it in the fourth grade. Um, don't know if any of it was accurate, but <laughs> but I Wait, watched it. Sawed the legs off to play on the floor. Yeah, so the floor so vibrated. The vibrations so he could feel them. So you could like feel well, what yeah. the music sounded mm-hmm. like, if that makes sense. <gasps> I have a new answer for my dead person, Chris Cornell. Oh, that yep. is a perfect Chris answer. Cornell. I don't even have a side comment about that. I would, I would love that. I was trying to think of like recent dead people. I was like, was, or Chester Bennington. Chester Bennington would also be a, mm-hmm. a wonderful guest. Yeah, Scott Weiland would be cool too. If he was sober. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like he'd be an asshole. Yeah, it wouldn't be fun if he was drunk. After the interview, he'd be like, can I get $20? (laughs) (laughs) That would be my biggest fear. Hey, man, do you uh, validate parking? (laughs) No, bro. We're literally in a residential area. (laughs) You don't need to worry about that. You can just park. (laughs) Oh, I parked over at Target. Like, why, bro? Why? They got free parking there, too. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, because like, that green shirt for the Rock and the Range, that was the year Chris Cornell died. Um, I normally mm. buy black shirts, but I bought the green one in honor of Soundgarden. Um, Chris Cornell is actually like a big inspiration for me. One, because he's a famous vocalist named Chris. Cause, yeah. You have the same facial hair as him. I have the same hair as him. Like when I, His if, was a little shorter. This, uh, Well, yeah, when he was older, but like when he was younger, during like Jesus Christ pose like era. It was this long, but his was also, his hair is what my hair looks like when I just dry it because it's like really wavy. I straighten my hair, but yeah, I always Why thought we looked alike. Why the fuck do you straighten your hair? Because I like it straight. Why does it matter? I think I like what I, I like, Blake. I think I think collectively, you and Nick should shave your heads. Never. Nick might be able to pull. It's off never like, zero. Don't say never. It's never <laughs> so zero. Nick might look pretty fearsome with a shaved head, but he would have to start implementing like gold jewelry, like gold chains and like <laughs> yeah. pinky rings. Then he would look like a mean motherfucker. But yeah. if he just had a shaved head, he'd be like, "What's up, cue ball?" Like <laughs> nobody would take him seriously. But if he went with like the kind of like, like Italian mobster, yeah, look, like wife beater, yeah. Like- over here. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I think he could sell. Except for with a name like Nick Dameron, I don't know if he could. He could be in the mob. It'd be a little weird. You have to. Be, you have to call him Nicholas. Yeah, I don't know anybody named Nicholas. I do. Not my family. Well, I don't give a shit about your gross family. <laughs> Say that too loud in an alleyway. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, to pop out a dozen. Hey, I heard you disrespecting my family. Like, what are you doing in the dumpster? <laughs> There's Gabagool in there. <laughs> if I were to guess a dead person that Nick would want to interview. that's I was going to ask if you had any answers I for would guess. Hmm. It's obviously got to be punk related. And I would guess maybe someone from... Gigi the, Allen. Uh, <laughs> no. Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm confident in my, fa- in my belief that Nick also finds him disgusting. Yeah. Um, I could be wrong though, but I'm pretty sure that like you could not interview Gigi Allen. He would throw his <laughs> shit at you. Yeah, that's that's why. Like, I wouldn't even let him in here. He'd stab like, you with an ice pick and then shit. Like, yeah. that's. <laughs> I feel like that's the only thing that would happen. I'm thinking maybe like Johnny Ramone. Maybe mm. I don't know though. 
I mean, I know one of his like top guests would be like, you know, Billy Joel. Yeah. Or um, Billy Joel. Yeah, Billy Joel. Like Billy Joel, Billy Joel. Not Billy piano. Joe. Billy Joe. Yeah. Armstrong, Sorry. Yeah. Billy Joe. Billy Joel. <laughs> leaves green day every year <laughs> despite never being in the band yeah so i know he'd love to in uh green day or laura jane grace or the menzingers for sure some of his like who he'd love to interview um but as for dead people he might say jim morrison i know he really likes the doors too but i think he might also be on the stance of like it probably just wouldn't be that coherent i don't i mean I couldn't even name who Lex would want to interview because she listens to such obscure. <laughs> it's stuff. not obscure. It's still very popular, just not in our vein. It's very a lot of classical, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that I don't listen Her to. Her and I talked about the new Taylor Swift album. So, yeah, but that's, like that's I know where she stands. That's cute. I would I'm say <laughs> maybe <laughs> oh. never zero when it comes to Taylor Swift. <laughs> Lex would probably want to interview uh, a date to remember, yeah. or Sigaros. I know she really likes them, or any. If there wasn't a language barrier, any one Japanese band that played like music intro intros or yeah. outros for Full Metal Alchemist. Oh um, yeah, or maybe Fairy Tale. I don't really know where. Like haven't seen either of those. Yeah, you're not cool enough for anime. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> you stick to your TikToks, and we'll. I'm gonna we'll abstain the from the words I was about to say next. So. Oh, you scared? Well, you think I can't edit this? Oh in no, post? I was just gonna say virgin. Like that was all I was gonna <laughs> say. I would be like, ah, virgin. Listen, I've had sex. It's just been a while. It's just been sixteen years. <laughs> it's been a while for you. Sixteen years. How old? You know how old I would have been if 23, I twenty three something like that. No, thirteen. Yeah, whatever. It was three years after that. Whatever. <laughs> so this man is this man like is that. forty in my head. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I'm forty. Yesterday I was at a friend's house and I got up off the couch and I felt a pain in my back. I and I, I like stopped in my tracks. I was like, oh, and they're like, what? And I was like, bro, there's like this weird pain in my back. And they're like, you're getting old, huh, Chris? I'm like. Shut up, bro. I'm not even 30 yet. You got to drink more milk, bone degeneration. <laughs> no, 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 no. I drink plenty of water, okay? Water is the sustenance of life. Good, because I don't drink milk. Milk is gross. Energy drinks. Right? I drink Energy drinks. Drinks. almond milk and cashew milk. I'm a I'm an oat milk kind of guy. Oat milk is good, oat too. Oat milk is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Thank God for Dunkin' Donuts for adding oat milk to their menu. I put cashew milk in my coffee every morning because it's a Never little sweeter. Never had cashew milk. It's, it's pretty Never good. You're not an alternative milk person, are you? No. You're definitely like a whole milk guy, like vitamin oh, yeah. D milk. You for hit sure. it right on the yeah. fucking nail, you, right on the fucking head. That's the vibe you give me. Yeah, you a whole milk person for we don't, sure. We don't, <laughs> and you don't even put anything in it, like no chocolate stuff, no I can only drink milk stuff. if I'm eating food. I can't drink it straight. I'm so, not a fucking psychopath. Oh, wait, 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 wait. The so like you you're drink? saying you drink milk with like in the food or you're saying no. with food you have a glass of milk yes what kind of food though are you a criminal like dinner you drink milk with dinner like spaghetti meatballs and milk mm, maybe gross why i'm not milk judging gross bro i'm not you ju- guys are the ones that are saying you fucking drink like oat milk and shit yeah it's made from like <laughs> Nuts. And it's literally oats. It's oats. And you put <laughs> well, water I through it. Well, I almond milk and cashew it. milk, how which are fuck, nuts. How the fuck do they get milk out of oats? Where's the tit on the oat? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think there was how a you, comedian I was how just you milk watching. milk an almond? 
that said something about that. Like, how the fuck do they get milk out of a fucking almond? You press them. There's liquid in them. Yeah. It's not just completely dry. There's Are oats not completely dry? Mm-hmm. Aren't they I'm not a scientist. Grown? You can make oat milk at home. Side comment. You can make oat milk at home very easy. Get a cheesecloth, put a bunch of oats in there, pour like water over the top of it, squeeze it really hard, put it in a jar, wait for the oats to like fully absorb the liquid, and then squeeze it all out. Boom, you got mm-hmm. oat milk. And yeah. it's... Oatmeal I gotta be great. honest with you, it's really good. Like, I will drink a glass of it, and I haven't drank a glass of straight-up milk in probably 19 years. Like, milk is just <laughs> gross never fuck. Dude, I fucking hate milk. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't even... I haven't... I'll use, like, 2% milk when I cook, mm-hmm. because, oat, oat, like, oat milk or almond milk or cashew milk has, like, a nutty flavor, and it'll it add it to the well. food, so it can kind of fuck it up. Milk mm-hmm. doesn't add that flavor, so I'll use a little bit of that. But like, if I'm eating cereal or whatever, it's always almond milk or cashew milk. Normally, I'm, almond milk. I'm a dry cereal guy. Sorry, side comment again. <laughs> I'm like, a dry cereal guy. <laughs> I, I eat will it just, out of the bag. Yeah, I will. And just, that doesn't like, make him a psychopath. Dry I mean, fucking cereal. That's what, what you cereal? eat. Uh, I'm a because big fan of your. <laughs> you're gonna hate me for eating this dry <laughs> Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. Um, okay. Everyone says Captain Crunch will like rip up the top of your mouth. It can. It it's does done it to me before. even more when it's dry. I don't know. I just don't like <laughs> soggy cereal, and I'm a really slow eater. Uh, so by the time I'm like done with my cereal, it's just like mush, and I'm like this is gross. You could always just like pour a bowl of cereal and then pour a glass of oat milk and then as you take a bite of your cereal you take a drink of the oat milk that's so many things to do it's literally one more step it's so difficult for me one more (laughs) i'm yeah no i don't see you succeeding in college at all if adding a glass of milk to your breakfast is too much there is no way you are going to graduate college (laughs) Joke's on you. I don't eat breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Red Bull and Jewel, baby. I wake up. That's not a Jewel. What the fuck is that thing? It's actually a CBD pen. Oh, okay. I was wondering if you were getting high in here or something. No, it's because I got a bad back. (laughs) You got a bad back? Yeah, bad back. Yeah, my uh, my hips and my spine are separated. So uh, apparently it's gotten worse since I've been at school. And my my doctor was like, don't do any heavy lifting because if you lift wrong, you'll be paralyzed (laughs) from the waist down. Oh my and god! I'm like, yeah, isn't that fun? I was doing heavy lifting all the time, just like lifting speakers and mm-hmm. my entire drum set all the time. Drive, you know, cabs up and you know down places. Is that why you became a singer? Like uh, no, I became a singer because um, playing drums is literally the dumbest fucking thing <laughs> to do. It's so annoying, especially at Smiths. I love Smiths. Great place to play. Dragon drums by yourself all mm-hmm. the way the fuck up those stairs mm-hmm. makes me want to like just break down and cry. It is awful. I um, was gonna say he became a singer because he's not good at drums. Um, <laughs> so he's like, I'll but, just do well, something else. I'm not good. Drums at. is the most convenient when you're starting a band. Like you're just like practicing in a basement because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. your drums are there. Like m- my drums are always just like wherever they're at. Um, but when you're playing shows, first of all, you got to pack it up, you got to put it in your car, you got to drive there, then you got to unload, set it up, tear down, do the whole th- process over again. So it just, it takes too long and it's really inconvenient. Can yeah, you, but that's your responsibility. Can you help though? a little bit? <laughs> you chose to be a drummer, not me. It's not my I fault. I didn't fucking it's choose not my problem. anything. <laughs> I was born with rhythm. It's like that Phineas and Ferb skit. I wouldn't know. Oh, I nope. forgot you're too old. I was more of a proud family era. 
Proud Family, Proud Family, oh, yeah. Kim Possible. Those are good shows. Sweet Life is Zack and Cody. Sweet Life is Zack and Cody. Yeah. That's I so just Raven. Watched fucking Lilo and Stitch and Lizzie McGuire. Fucking uh, Fresh Prince. Yeah, every Fresh morning. Prince. Yep. Go revisit the Lilo and Stitch movie. I just watched it not that long ago. So good. Yeah, I love that movie, and the series was great. Ohana. That movie. <laughs> man. So what, what was like. this question you had? For me? So I, you know, I feel like a good, fun holiday question kind of comes in two parts. So, do you have a favorite Christmas movie or holiday movie and a least favorite one? Mm-hmm. Oof. What would those be? Uh, favorite Christmas movie is Elf. That's can, like everybody. That's everyone's answer. <laughs> that's everyone's answer. Yeah, it's because it's great. Okay, so it's either Elf or Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, also, I don't mind, uh, the Christmas, a Christmas story. Uh, I've watched it every fucking year. You're fucking young. I've just seen it so much. It's (laughs) just like, it like drills into my brain. I'm like, I could shoot your eye out. I could fucking shoot that kid's eye out. Jesus Christ. Except I didn't say fudge. (laughs) Except I didn't say fudge. Um, yeah, so I mean, there's been a lot of debate on whether Die the first Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. Yeah, it is. It takes place during Christmas, so it's, it's a, a Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. Um, Wasn't it released in like the summer or something? Yeah, I don't remember. I think so. <laughs> um, Bad Santa. Bad Santa. Bad Santa is uh, that little fat kid just tugs at my heartstrings. I <laughs> is that still him on so Netflix? Much. I think that's still I don't on Netflix. Know. That's I a very it, funny movie. Bro, I love that movie so much. That was the movie that like really sold how much I love Billy Bob Thornton. Yep. Like he just plays such a badass. If you haven't watched Goliath on Amazon Prime, I believe that's what it's called, where he plays like a like a big uh class action lawsuit lawyer. Dude, it's so good. So good. I'll I mean, he plays the same character as he does in every fucking movie, yeah. but it's really great. Did you see Wait. You said that Bad Santa is the one that sold you on mm-hmm. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, not fucking Sling Blade. I didn't watch Sling Blade. Uh, okay, till way gonna... later in my good movie, movie ingestion. Yeah, good movie. You like me some French fried taters? Mm-hmm. I don't I think I've seen French fried taters a very long time. Yeah, I've seen it once, and I was like, oh, yeah, I've shit. seen it once, but I do, re- I do recall that being mm-hmm. like, I was like, I was fucking. He was wow. just a boy, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> You're just a boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have a do you have a least favorite Christmas movie? Ooh, um, I feel like that's the harder question. A least favorite Christmas. And don't give me like Rudolph. don't give me like the the schlocky <laughs> bullshit where it's like, well, this uh, this Netflix movie with Vanessa Hudgens playing <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens character. We we all know that movie sucks. Um, but like, give me a real one. I don't know because like. I don't really partake in many holidays. The only one that really um, entices me is Halloween. Mm-hmm. Emo um, kid, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, because I get to dress up, bro. Says the one that was the front man of an emo band. Yeah, you're like in no an emo comment. band. <laughs> you're more emo than I am. I do be a little emo um, sometimes. Yeah, I don't really think I have like a least favorite Christmas movie. Um, maybe name some because like none are coming to mind. Holiday Express. What? I w- I 
okay, yeah, I hate that movie. <laughs> I've never watched it, but I've heard I don't it's even know what that movie Holiday is. Holiday Express. It was a is, book that they oh, turned into a movie. Oh, right. The Tom fucking Hanks train. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, okay. Holiday Express Ugh. is no, a yeah. knockoff of the Polar, Polar Express. Express. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. We were thinking Different of the same movie, movie though. Yeah. The Polar yeah. Express. Polar Express. I also hate the Polar Express. Yeah, uh, it's just because boring as shit. there's no yeah. reason Tom Hanks needs to play literally every character, needs to direct it, needs to write it, it needs to produce it. There's no reason. That is a cash grab, <laughs> and anyone who says that movie's good <laughs> is a fool. Oh my god, my girlfriend loves that movie, and I just—it's this time of year again, her. and she's like, "Can we watch the Polar Express?" I'm like, "I fucking, I guess." And she's like, no, like, you ruined it because you don't like it. And I was like, I'm sorry, the movie sucks. Like, it's just not good. I've been like, why don't you watch it and I'll go in the room and watch something else? That's not how it works. I always hate the notion of like, hey, can we watch this movie? It's like, I don't want to watch it. Why don't you watch what you want and I'll watch what I want? Like, we can literally do that now in the same room. Like, you can watch TV. I'll use a laptop or my phone or whatever sc- other screen that I can carry on my person. I have access to everything else. I don't have to sit miserably watching the thing I don't like just because you like to watch it. Oh, but that's the sacrifice of a relationship. No, it's not. You don't have to do that. You don't have to. This is just because you don't like the Polar Express? or <laughs> no. Now we're mustering up strong feelings of things that annoy me. Oh, I want to go watch this movie. Like, I don't want to pay money to go sit through something I know I'm not going to like. Why would I do that? Because you love me. Nah, not enough, apparently. Not enough. Because I'm not going to do that. I'll sit through bad movies with my girlfriend. Just not the Polar Express. I can sit through a bad <laughs> movie if we're both going into it knowing it's a bad movie. Like, if we're just going to shit on it and, like, laugh at it, that's a good date. But if we're going to see a movie that you think is really good and I can tell it's really bad, and then you're just like, wow, that movie was really good, and I'm like, ugh, why are we together? Because, like... That was awful. You that sound an, like Nick. You sound like a movie snob right now. <laughs> that was an hour and a half of drivel, and you just ate it up. That's how I feel about the Polar Express. Yeah. Um, what other bad holiday movies are there other than the Princess Switch from fucking Vanessa Hudge? There's two of them now. There's two. I of them. don't even know I what have movie no you're talking about. It's a movie you're talking about. on Netflix. <clears throat> Vanessa Hudgens from High School Musical mm-hmm. plays a baker who meets a princess from some random country. Surprise, surprise, they're both played by Vanessa Hudgens, the same person, so they switch lives, right? Just like every other dumb trope. It's like shot like a Hallmark movie, but in yeah. 4K. <clears throat> Terrifying. Anyway. Yeah, that's that's a premise. That's, I'll, I'll go with that for my le- least favorite holiday movie. Any movie that has the Hallmark name on it, twice. any, any movie that has a Hallmark twice. name on it is fucking no good for me. No thanks. They did it two times. It's fucking unbelievable. I watched the second one the other day by myself. Why? I don't know. There's nothing else to watch on Netflix. I've seen everything on Netflix. And I was like... Have you watched Hannibal? Yes. Okay, well... I watched that second movie and I was like... Have you watched all three of them? No, I'm talking about the show. Oh, the TV series. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Nice and gory. Very gory. Yeah. I have not uh, watched that. It's really good. You're you talking about it. like Silence of the Lambs and like Red Dragon. Red Dragon, yeah. What's the other what's one? What's the other one? What's the third one? Mm, Hannibal. Hannibal. Is yeah, it just yeah. Hannibal? Yes. Hannibal, Red Dragon, and Silence of the Lambs. I haven't Lambs, seen yeah. Hannibal, goes, then, but I have seen Silence of the Lambs and Red Dragon. Red Dragon's the third one, right? Red Dragon's the third one. Yeah. 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 But yeah. But yeah. So any Hallmark movie is just a bad, bad holiday movie for you. <laughs> yeah, okay. no thanks. But, um, 
Do you have any more questions on your iPad? Or? Yeah, I got a. Uh, I was just, just kind of just kind of bidding off of the holiday. Three, four. <laughs> We've only asked two of my questions. Let's I keep think. going with your questions, Blake. Uh, you have much better questions. <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed you didn't you didn't like. I prepared stuff. It's not here. I know. That's why I'm disappointed. So I'm, I'm trying to like conjure up what I wrote down. But it's just not coming to me right now. I sincerely apologize for ruining this episode. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what's your favorite type of episode to make? Like scene spot or whole bands? So the the scene spot things were kind of filler at the time, just because we didn't we weren't as busy as we are now. So I enjoyed those episodes, but they didn't really ever end up being like focused on one topic. It was always just kind of like a a fun episode. Um, but I do enjoy the band episodes. I, I enjoy them both equally. It's just, I feel like for the heart of the show, the band episodes are probably the, the bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Um, once we get a little, uh, a little more attuned, not that we're not, uh, honed in on how this works yet, but once we get better at what we're doing, I would like to eventually maybe start up like a, like a Patreon or something to where like, you know, people who are, you know, donors of the show can like look into special episodes that we do with certain special people. That's what I was thinking, like start a whole nother mm-hmm. thing and have it just be specifically scene spots. Yeah. That's that that's probably what I'll end up doing uh for twenty twenty one. Is that way there's we've got some uh special content for like you know, the diehard people who listen and support. So that's what I'd like to do. Yeah. You would have to bring in like professionals, like um, not necessarily like professionals, but like um, if you're doing like a scene spot on, you know, somebody teaching, I don't know, music theory mm-hmm. or something, it would have to be another professional being a sit in to help ask the correct questions. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I'm not saying that you guys don't have, like, music theory knowledge. Like, I don't. I know that Lex does. <laughs> Lex does, yeah. But um, yeah, it I would get, have to be. Depending yeah. on the topic, I would probably have, we would probably want to bring in somebody who's, like, a little more knowledgeable. Like, if we were going to talk about music theory, I don't have anything to add to that. The only exposure to music theory I even understand is what John Mayer knows. Like, and that's, I don't even know how it works. I just know that he knows it. And that's the little bit of information <laughs> right. that I know. So like, they'd be like, oh yeah, I want to talk about music theory. Like I will just listen then. Cause I don't know anything, but yeah, that would probably be, I'd have to, we'd have to have like a, an in-house expert. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, this is our buddy so-and-so from this band. Who's gonna, you know, help educate us on how it works. While you're interviewing this other person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any episodes that people talk about a lot that like that comes up in conversation that you're really surprised by? Hmm. Like, is uh, there an episode you hear the most about? So, I'm gonna be honest, and I would have to say this is probably a uh, question that was it's best suited for Nicholas because Nicholas does more of the uh, the crowd work. Right. <laughs> he talks to people more than I do. Um, but I have heard a lot about the. Uh, the Zaff episode 
where Nicholas tells his poopy pants story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the Lenore cult episode is a big one too because I was there for the first half. Didn't it, for some reason I didn't expect it to go as long as it was. I was I guess I was expecting David to rein it in a little bit and get it through. But that was not the case. That was like four hours and I had to leave because I had like a date or something. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go do this thing and I'll be right back. And then it w- I was like, yo, I'm sorry, guys. I have to leave. There's somebody at my house like waiting for me. Um, but the Lenore one was pretty – was talked about a lot just because you could just hear the progression of madness. How <laughs> you started like sober and then as the episodes go on, they get more and more wild – and then they did like the hot sauce that's <laughs> I remember that still shit. in here yep. <laughs> that we have it hidden because if you touch it, it like will burn your yeah, skin. Yeah, Nick got that in his eye, in his eye one yeah. time when I was here. That was very funny. Yeah, so it's hidden. It hidden. It's behind, it's uh, behind the, the lamp, I think. Yeah, oh, you probably shouldn't. We don't touch it for good reason. It's still in here, but we don't touch it. Um, <laughs> I think... Uh, Isn't it... It was. It's their hot... Or their sponsor or whatever, right? No, that was a lie. Oh, that okay. was all a ruse to <laughs> to really sell the bit. Oh, go figure. Uh, <laughs> Who came up with that? David? <laughs> I think it was a David and Sven thing. Yeah. Um, go figure. Yeah. Because, like, Steve told me. I so I, I jumped between Sven and Steve. Sven and Steve are the same person, listener. Um, mm-hmm. Steve told me, because I told him I had to leave. They went out and took a smoke break. I was like, Dar, I can't, I can't stay. Like, I'm going to close it up, and then I'm, we're going to do a part two. And he was like, oh, dang, we were really hoping to get you with the, we have this idea. We got sponsored by Hot Sauce. I'm like, oh, yeah? And he's like, yeah, we were going to have you guys eat it. And I was like, no, thanks. And they're like, it's like the 13th hottest in the world. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. That's a specific number. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Sounds awful. (laughs) not going to do that. I'll let Tyrell and Nick do that. And they did. And uh, it was very amusing to not only listen to, but Tyrell took video of it and sent it to me like, the next day and it was really fun to watch them struggle i kind of want to fucking try it now i will give you some after after this yeah. is over yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't want you to sit through it right now oh, and yeah, all you've no. got to drink is monster like you're gonna you might hate this but there will there's nothing that i enjoy more than watching people <laughs> in pain so. okay oh speaking of fucking <laughs> hot sauce I'm just kind of going to plug it right now. But fucking Spaceships Hot Sauce is fucking amazing on pizza. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Very that, good. The what? apple, garlic, oh. habanero. Yep. Hell Ooh, yeah. That does sound really good. It's very good. All right. I'll have to try some. I'm always I very- tried that the other day. Holy shit. I'm like oh, yeah. super nice. skeptical when it comes to bands having hot sauce because I like, for some reason, I never have any faith that they were the ones that like- you know, like produced it. I'm pretty like, sure oh, Nat this is, makes it in his yeah. kitchen. This is like, our recipe. Sure he, yeah. I always just felt like they just slapped a label on. Yeah. That's yeah. what I always assumed it was. But then when Nat came on and told us about it, I was like, oh, that's like really specific flavoring. Like mm-hmm. you just like picked that one. I didn't, I didn't even ask him if he made it himself. I probably should have. I'm pretty sure he makes it in his kitchen. Like I'm yeah. pretty confident about that. I guess I'm just too nervous to be like, oh, did you guys make that? And then they'd be like, uh, no. No, we just like uh, bought it from a company and we put our name on it. Like, oh, that's not fun at all. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I, 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 I don't see asking. him doing that. No, no, Nat definitely wouldn't be the type. Would definitely wouldn't be that type. Yeah. But yeah, I have to try some. I've 
been short on hot sauce in my new domicile. The only one I have right currently is a uh, tapatio, which I fucking love. <laughs> Very good. I keep yeah. that shit out yeah. on my table, like I don't put it away because I use it all the time. That's Another hardcore. good one to try is uh the blueberry ghost pepper. They use it on uh, hot ones, or they used to. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it, the brand is, but if you just look it up, it's really fucking good. Mm. It's not like cra- too crazy hot. It's, it's like, got a bite. I, mean, I like spicy, but I don't like spicy where it like overwhelms my senses to where I can't think about anything other than the fire in my mouth. I just like it to make me sweat a little bit. That's I like what I like. That's so that's spicy what it does. that I get okay. sick. That's what I like. If it makes me sweat under my eyes, it's a winner. But I still have to be able to enjoy the flavor. I don't want it to be like the bomb where I'm totally consumed by <laughs> that the heat. That shit tastes like metal. Yeah, I'm not like interested it, I, in I want to fucking try it that shit. It literally tastes like you're eating like a bowl of iron. Isn't it fucking like <laughs> thick as shit yes. too? It like, no thanks. When you pour it out, it looks like fucking molasses. Just like, <laughs> Ew. It is not good. No thanks. I tried that with my dad like a year ago. Yeah. Not a fucking good idea. Dude, I feel like if it tastes like metal, it's not going to be good. It, it like, and that apply, that's across the board. Gag. Across the board, you can apply that to anything. If your coffee tastes like metal, it's not good. I shouldn't. I shouldn't drink it then. If you're, yeah, if your cereal tastes like metal, don't eat it. I don't know. It's probably just a good rule of thumb. If it's yeah. metallic, do away with it. Yeah, probably, what's probably uh, what's that uh, the herb that they use in like Hispanic foods? Um, Bay leaves. No, no. Cilantro? Cilantro. Yeah, that shit tastes like soap. D- Does it do the same for you? Sometimes. Sometimes, yes. I know what you're talking about. Like the, okay. The people have that like It's like 70%. Yeah, that it tastes the... like soap. I don't personally have it taste like soap, but... Um... What does it even taste like if it doesn't taste like soap? That's what I want to <laughs> know. Nothing really, uh... gotta be honest with you. This is the really crux like of anything. my life. I have to find out what fucking cilantro it's, actually it's tastes like. It's just more or less like... I would relate it to like oregano kind of because it okay. doesn't really have like a flavor flavor. But when you put it on things, it's like, oh, it gives it a little more of like this kind of mm-hmm. thing going for it rather than like, a oh, this is an overwhelming flavor. Like I kind of feel yeah. that way about like quinoa. Quinoa in it of itself doesn't have its own flavor. What it does mm-hmm. is it, it absorbs the flavors around yep. it and yeah. kind of adds a quinoa flavor to it. So, like, if you just eat quinoa, it's going to be boring. It's but more if you of an accent some, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's That's a kinda, what? It's like an accent kind of thing. Um, it's like, it's yeah. just like a, a little, little little top there. It's yeah. not like a, what's like, like a fucking, like a bay leaf. Like, if you have something that has a bay leaf in it, you're like, there's a bay leaf in here for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, it's not like that. I'm not even like, I don't even prefer the Mexican style taco, like, which is the cilantro and onion. Mm-hmm. I prefer the American lettuce and cheese and tomato. Filthy mm-hmm. capitalist. But, I mean, I'll <laughs> you're eat. You're the one that came in here and said you're a fucking filthy, cap- filthy capitalist. Like, I'll eat both of them, but I prefer the American one. That should, I think it's mainly because I'm not a big fan of onions. Me neither. I'll do some, but if you're like, oh, you can really taste the onion in this. Like, okay, no thanks. I don't want it. No thanks. I'd I like to barely taste the onion. I brush my teeth immediately afterwards. Yeah, I'd yeah, like yeah, to yeah. sit for a while. Keep it rolling. <laughs> We're having a good time. Uh, what's your wildest experience at a five seven four show? Okay, I know. Well, that's a deep cut. That could be anything. I have a couple trash can. That, yeah, I was gonna say yep. the trash can is the I've first got a thing couple, that comes to my and head. I think they both happen at Smith's. Um, first one, 
that I remember, remember vividly was the Skies Beneath Us farewell show, which is, in fact, the trash cam. Um, it was like the last breakdown of their, the last song, and somebody thought they emptied out the trash can, thankfully, took the bag out, and then just threw the can into the pit, <laughs> and it was the funniest thing I've ever that seen. That video lives rent-free <laughs> yeah. in my head. That, the, the, um, the trash can thing actually got started at RJ's. No that shit. was done at RJ's at a Lenore Cult show. Really? I believe was the first time, and there was trash still oh, inside of no. it, and somebody tossed it That's into the mosh up. pit. That, I That's hate that. Up. I don't remember who it was, but yeah. it's... Oh, man, it's going to kill me. Rest in peace, RJ's. I fucking love that place. That was like That's one of the first I... places I started going to shows at. Yeah. Like when I started consistently coming, it was RJ's. That's where I got my start. I think that's where I met you. Yeah. yeah. That was a good time. RJ's was cool. That's where I met you too. That's where I met yeah. Chris. Yeah. Good old RJ's. I loved the layout of that place. <sighs> it was fucking horrible. I played at RJ's. <laughs> it was very when it... interesting. Yeah. I liked the two level stage. Yeah. I played at RJ's when fun. it was called <laughs> Halftime. Yep. Used to yeah, be yeah. Halftime. Yep. And it was the and sound. The... The sound guy was like from Unquiet Eddie, yep. or at least he put on the show, because he paid us fifty bucks, and I was like, "What was it, Eddie? Maybe was that this? I don't remember. It was a long. This was like fucking eight years ago, but I remember he was in Unquiet Eddie. Yeah. So you, the trash can was one of the yeah, most yeah, wild. yeah. Okay, so the trash so can was. You said wild. there was another one, and there was another one at Smith's where uh, a man got caught up. In his outside creepy behavior, let me rephrase it. This man's creepy outside behavior caught up to him at the show, and then he got beat down in the hallway and had to go to the hospital. Yeah. This sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. Like, who and, I... it, and it wasn't like just like he got punched, he got beat down. Like, there was blood on the walls and on so, the floor. So, like, Redacted. Who is this? Um, you I don't. I don't know. You don't who know the is, person. So but is, no one, know, is it someone we know? Maybe I don't know. I, he was an outside outsider who knew somebody who was in the group. I don't know this person that well, and I don't even remember their name. But I know they were being like creepy, rapey, and oh, good. They deserve to get their ass yeah, beat. Yeah, and so good. then the new boyfriend of the girl at the time like saw him and beat the shit out of him by the bathrooms. And then he had to get taken away in a in on a stretcher, hmm. all the while Magic Hat is playing on stage. Oh my God! Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fun times. Fucking Magic Hat. <laughs> <laughs> they had no idea what was happening. Hell, dude! If there's any music I want to get beat down to, <laughs> it's Magic, Magic Hat. Yeah, fucking slaps, yes. bro. Um, and then I think another really memorable moment um, was at RJ's. Um, I think it was a Halloween show, and I think this may have been when I met Lex, where, like, the band was playing, and somebody had brought, like, beach balls and, like, put them in there, oh, and yeah. we were just playing, like, kickball in the, like, <laughs> in the pit, just, like, kicking the ball back to each other. And it was, I had a lot of fun that show. It was probably, like, Lenore and, um... Anchor the Vessel, probably. Anchor, Anchor the Vessel, probably. Mm-hmm. Maybe Sky's I almost this. wore my Anchor the Vessel shirt today. Yeah? yeah. I don't have any Anchor the Rest Vessel. Rest in peace, much. Anchor the Vessel. Hell yeah. Rip. But yeah, I'd say those are probably some pretty memorable ones. I'm trying to think 
what a memorable show would be for Nick. Um, this one time at a Green Day concert, my face shit like that. <laughs> Sorry, Nick, I love you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, he would probably say another memorable one for us and him and me um, would be the Nautilus show that we threw for their EP release. Yeah. That, that was, was pretty a good. Fucking show. That was a, like we had a big turnout, and then we got Pat to let us use like the factory part of the yep. warehouse of the well. It was really cool. Best place to play. Mm-hmm. I will never. No, no shame to anybody, any other venue, but for like, and I feel SEP release. We had it in the warehouse of the well. That is hands down the coolest place to play with like the ceilings, with like the chandeliers and everything. Mm-hmm. Just the vibe. Yeah. Badass. Badass. I really liked it. We had fucking Nautilus and... Uh, Louisiana Lot Lizards. Louisiana Lot was Lizards. the first time I ever Zaff, saw them. Lenore and my Cole. mind was blown away. And then um, Standard Model. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the first time I ever seen Louisiana Lot Lizards. Bro. That I was rem- your first time seeing them? His first time. Oh, okay. I, I was- had heard them like on Spotify because they popped up on like one of my playlists, like my recommended playlists. I listened to him. I was like, oh, this is interesting. I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. I saw them live. I was like, oh, holy shit, I get it. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. my God. So They're definitely a band. Like When I first saw them, I immediately went to Nick. Cause I saw them at Ignition, and I came, I messaged Nick after their set. I'm like, bro, we have to get Louisiana Lot Lizards on. He's like, who? And I'm like, they're a fucking band from like Auburn or something. I don't even know. I was like, but I'm going to talk to them. We're going to get them on. And then we became like buddies they are nuts that yeah. is yeah that is some intense fucking music oh yeah very intense i've only seen them once and it's when they played at fucking hardy's so oh yeah they are yeah. something yeah, you, else they do better at least performance wise wise when they've got a little more room to move because yeah. that's their big like their big uh i don't want to say gimmick because it's not a gimmick that's just how it's they just play their thing. it's just their thing they're wild and like mm-hmm. Adam's jumping around throwing his guitar and Joey just running in and like throwing the guitar around. Like they're a very entertaining band. Yeah. Um I'm what's having, your favorite fun. part of the local music scene? Hmm. Okay. Um, so I think one of the things that drew me into like being a consistent entity within the five seven four scene was that when I first when I first started coming to shows, like, I didn't know anybody. I knew Alex Parker and John Dodd because I knew them from Skies Beneath Us, and I went to school with <clears throat> Parker, so I knew them, and they were kind of like my entryway into learning. And to to their, uh, uh, what's the word? To compliment them, they, like, let me be their merch guy for a while so that I could, mm. like, go with them to shows, learn people's names and all that stuff. Um, but that was, like, how I met everybody, And the one thing I noticed about, uh, I didn't notice it at first because I didn't know anybody, but as time progressed and I started talking to people from outside of our scene, how lively and how, like, how much our scene props up the people on stage. Mm -hmm. Like, I've heard it said before that the 574 scene makes the performers feel like actual rock stars because we're just so into the music you know there's a big lively scene which apparently isn't a thing anywhere else or at least from the people who travel like well dude you got like 
like a lot of people here. Like, holy shit. Like, what are you guys doing? It's like, well, we just don't have much else going on. So we just, mm -hmm. this is, we all love music and this is where we spend we just our time. love crowding bars. Yeah. On Friday nights <laughs> at 7 p.m. It's our favorite thing to do. Yeah. Uh, that's an Indiana thing too. Yeah. And we're just like, hey, we like to drink. <laughs> like to drink and get rowdy. I love $5 PBRs, dude. <laughs> so good. You're just hanging out with them Indiana boys on them Indiana nights, baby. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Ooh, I'd love to talk to Tom Petty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Mm, yeah, I forgot he died too. Yeah. Um, heartbreaks, man. But yeah, that's uh, probably the biggest selling point of the 574 is how involved everybody is. Now, that can be a double-edged sword. And like every, every, having everybody so involved in each other's lives can be can get a bit dramatic at times, mm -hmm. but that's just the way humans are. You know, we're emotional. Things happen. Social you creatures. get over it. Yeah, social creatures. But you know, and there's been drama before, but you know, we deal with it. We get over it, and then we move on. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, to air is human. That's all I'll say. To air is human. But yeah, I'd say the, the 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 scene itself is probably the big selling point. And I also enjoy the fact that because there isn't a lot to do in good old Indiana, it kind of forces a lot of people to be to have a creative outlet. And a lot of the times that is music. And so we have a lot of music in this area. And I'm granted I don't always love having to live in Indiana. There are some things about it that have its benefits. So, is there anything you'd like to see more of in the scene? Hmm. I mean, I would like uh, more variety in music. Um, like I love specifically what I love metal, but I would also love to see a little more pop punk. I would love to have some more folk. Like, I'm sure there's a scene. Some good, like, just, Americana. Yeah, I yeah, just don't know where the vein is. I'm sure it's here. Because um, I know Ignition brings Americana folk people through all the time, but yeah. they're always touring. Yeah, Ignition, <laughs> so, like, Goshen Brew have a really good, yeah. like, I don't want to say scene, but, like, Americana, like, crowd. Like, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, the folk and Americana and, like, like, the that kind of music is mm -hmm. more relevant over there. I want to see more singer-songwriter stuff. I'll put it like okay. that, because... Like, that's what I really like. I I don't, I can't scream. I don't have any hard vocals in me, but I do have a clean voice. And that's probably my favorite thing about music is being able to sing along. And when it's all metal, granted, I love the intensity and the like anger and the emotion that's in metal. I don't really get a chance to sing along with it. And that bums me out, but that's just my problem. Um, but yeah, I think I, uh, one thing I would, I would like more variety in music um so that means 574 scene get the fuck on it <laughs> yeah you heard uh, your first folks if you, whatever music you like man just make it like you've heard us not to say that we're your source for what's okay and what's not okay but yeah we're the gatekeepers <laughs> um but you know you've heard uh, us list the things we've been listening to it's not always just metal like i listen to john mayer a lot incubus uh, i listen to a lot of synth wave like uh what's his name gregory alan isaac alan greg whatever his name is like i'm we listen to more than just metal and i know everyone else in the scene does too there's very few people who only listen to metal like mm -hmm. 
Shout out to Mitch Udston when he told me that he only listened to death metal. And I was like, wow, that your life must be really boring. 100% a true fact. Talking <laughs> to is that fucking really? Yeah, dude, I love Mitch so much. He told He's me so that once. Cool. He's changed. That is one but, of the most interesting things about that man. The first time I ever met him, we were just talking. I was trying to like, you know, I listen to a lot of pop punk and stuff. And he was like, I don't know who that is. He's like, I don't listen to that. I was like, what do you listen to? And he just started listing off like Alter Beast and like all these like really intense like tech death metal bands. I only listen to this one thing. Like, you're so fucking cool, dude. I thought it was the coolest (laughs) thing ever. I was absolutely like enamored. Yeah, I was enamored by like everything he was saying. I was like, I have never heard this level of intensity or fandom over one (laughs) thing in my entire life. That's probably why he's like so good at the kind of music that he plays is because he listens to it and studies it all day every day he's consumed by it and it makes him fantastic yeah however i would also note that only listening to one thing yeah you may get good at that but you're limiting yourself to what you're capable of like i feel like if you also to me i feel like there is a song in any genre of music that will speak to you emotionally because it's just humans writing this stuff and we all have the same emotions. So you're going to be able to find a, a, a reggae song or a fucking country song that speaks to you in some way, even if that's not your go-to genre. There is somebody out there in that genre who wrote a song that will speak to you. And that's why I, f- I always get mad if you're like, oh, I only listen to fucking hardcore or oh, I, I only listen to alternative. Like, bro, there's like... The emotions that you like connect with in that genre are also in every other genre. Like, yeah. oh, country doesn't have like. Eh, you'd be surprised. There's a lot of like old emo country, bro. Like, Ugh. there's listen there's to shit. Waylon Jennings once, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna fucking cry, and then go commit crimes. <laughs> yeah. like it's so crazy. Yeah. like you can find any feeling in any genre, and so it always makes me sad when I hear people like, I only listen to this. Like, that's cool, man. I like that genre too, but. I'm sorry that you live in that little cage. Yeah. It sucks. But um some more variety is what you're saying. Variety, yes. And then I would also like to see not just in the uh I would like to see more variety in the people that are playing this music. So like not just men. You know, it's a predominantly male scene. And I know yeah. there's I know there's musicians out there that don't have nuts. I know it. I know there are. I that just want to see more. One of the most profound things I think I've ever heard you say. <laughs> and I 100% agree. I've been thinking that for eons. It's like, male dominated. Like, and I'm there tired are of so it. many just like white dudes, just like with, you know, ESPs playing the same music. Yeah. Which is, there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah. I'm like, just like one or two more like girls. Just. Yeah. A couple is fine. I want variety. I want variety in genre, and I want variety in the people that are playing the genres. I'm sick of, I don't know. I had I was so excited when Natalie came out and like fucking showed us how good she was. Oh yeah. And then like, Insane. it kind of ended. You know, Udo, Insane. Kayla's really great, but like, and then Sam Thompson from Louisiana Lot Lizards. I really loved her, and now she's she's sprouted off and she's doing her own thing which is really there cool. There was a female in Andor right? Yes. yes. And then she didn't last. Okay. Um, 
I don't know what happened. They they just parted ways, but I don't mm-hmm. know what she's doing anymore. Sam sure. Thompson, her like singer songwriter mm-hmm. thing on uh, I think it's Bandcamp or something. Yeah, yeah. I listened to like the full thing. I was like, holy shit, mm-hmm. like, this is really good. I'd I think recommend you guys talked it about that. It's very good. Tune Junkies, right? Um, we didn't her. have her on to talk about it, but we did play her song in our Halloween episode, I believe. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because we played her her song, Adam of Louisiana Lot Lizard's song, Pine Run, I believe, and then uh, Jennifer Stanley's song. I think that's called Self Love. And yep. then uh, Sam's song is 13, I believe. I cannot recall. I, 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 cannot, I, I apologize, Sam, but I cannot recall. Sam, I'm sorry if I got the... I, Sam, Adam, Jennifer, I'm really sorry if I mi- I botched this your song names, but I'm pretty sure that's what they're called. Could be wrong. But yeah, variety. Variety is what I'm asking. Perfect. Very nice. Do you have another question, Blake? It's more so a final question. Final question. So should but- we... I have, a, I have a couple of, like, fun questions yeah. that I feel like... It's a Christmas episode, you know, uh, all the listeners at home, uh, in the car, at work, wherever you're at. I feel like... The Christmas spirit is not spread enough in uh, people tw- need in, more me in their in, lives. In twenty twenty, I just feel like Christmas has faded away, um, at least in this year. Um, maybe just me personally, but anyway. So, Chris, I have a proposition for you. Um, as far as Christmas goes, this is just some quick, quick fire answers. Don't explain it. Just answer. Okay. Okay. So. Celebrity death match, who would win? Max the dog from the Grinch or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Who would win? Max. Okay. So, next question. Um, the Yeti just from Rudolph, I assume. The Yeti just in general. Okay. Or Mr. Narwhal from Elf. Yeti. Okay. Okay, so final question, <clears throat> just real quick. I'm so excited to see what you do with your journalism degree. <laughs> I'm an opinion columnist. <laughs> um, so just just real quick, um, celebrity deathmatch. Who would win? This is the big one. Okay. Okay. Mothra or Godzilla? Hmm. Oh God. That, see, this is the hard question. If you need to explain this one, you can. But I feel like you have to justify this in a reasonable way. Hmm. This could be any era of either of those characters. My gut says Mothra, but my heart says Godzilla. So I'm going to go with... And I'm not going to explain it. I'm just going to tell you my answer. I'm going to go with... Damn, you are really broken right now. Bro, this is a good question. See? Because now I'm I'm factoring in all the different Godzillas and all different Mothras and like, I really want it to be Mothra, but I'm going with Godzilla. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a good answer. What's what's the reasoning though? Isn't that what you said? So. You have to have a really good reasoning. I said I wasn't going to explain it, but I'm changing my answer. (laughs) Um. I would think that with the aerial advantage Mothra has, that that because it is an aerial monster, that it serves as an advantage against Godzilla. However, Godzilla also has his like fucking hyper beam cannon or whatever that 
<laughs> makes the makes the, the aerial advantage a little less of an advantage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but I'm all I don't know. And then like the only way it would be an the aerial advantage would be an advantage if Mothra was fast. And Mothra he is, is not. Mothra is not fast. So I'm gonna go with Godzilla. Yeah. I think that's that's logical. Oh, yeah. I think the the points match up. Yeah. So the only reason I ask those other two questions is because it makes you get your get your mind kind of jogging on things, and then you hit him with the big one. I was really hoping you were gonna say Max from the Grinch versus Zero from Nightmare Before Christmas. Zero's a ghost. Yeah, I know. Zero would win. Zero would win all day, every day. Unless you're going by who's alive, and then Max is already the winner. Zero already died, so you lose. <laughs> Stupid dog. Jack Skellington. Bonus questions: Jack Skellington or the Slender Man? Ooh, Slender Man. Yeah, it's got to be Slender Man. I mean, I love Jack Skellington, but Slender Man has like. But Jack Skellington can sing like a motherfucker. Yeah, and uh, uh, that dude Slender Man pipes. Slender Man has like sex slaves that he could just fire at. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, you didn't know about this? No. So there's like a whole Slender Man erotica that exists. Oh, God. It's true. And like part of, that's part of his like um, story is that people want to serve Slender Man because they want to fuck him. Or they want him to fuck them. It's pretty fucking gnarly. But yeah. It's the suit that gets him every time. Mm-hmm. He's he is dapper. That is a nice dressed <laughs> slender man. Dapper. Yeah. I don't know where he got that suit tailored, bro. That's a huge suit. Dude, not men's warehouse. That's <laughs> for fucking sure. <laughs> We're gonna like the way you look. We guarantee it. So those are my those are my quick fire questions. That bonus one just popped in my head when you started talking about Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm so thrilled that you were so prepared on today's episode. To bring these just divisive questions, really get to the heart of the listener on <laughs> who would win in a fight, the Yeti from Rudolph or the Norwal from Elf. You make me sound like a jackass. <laughs> I didn't do that. You did. <laughs> I thought those were fun questions. Thank no, you they for were joining fun. me in the holiday spirit, Toon Junkies listeners. Yes. Uh, tu necesita Christmas. Everybody needs more Chris. Do you see what I did there? Do you want me to spell it out phonetically for you? So no, like, I took seven years of Spanish. It's cool. Chris, me, mas, more. Yeah, no, more I got me. it. Okay. I just, Feliz you Navidad. Li- <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, please send me that. I got it. Viva la raza. I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we uh, fire the last question? Yeah. I think let's go into it. Let's do it. Let's get it going. What do you see for the future of Toon Junkies podcast? Hmm. So for the future... In 2021, I've got some ideas. One of those ideas is to incorporate video. Um, one for selfish reasons. Excuse me if you heard that burp. Um, mainly because there's a lot of like subtle looks that Nick and Lex and I give to listen to listener to guests that isn't picked up on audio, which is mm-hmm. funny. I'm um, I'm very expressive. A lot of, if you only if you've only ever listened to me on Tune Junkies, I sound like an asshole because I say mean things. Mm-hmm. But if you can see the facial expressions, you'll know I'm that making, you're an asshole. <laughs> they'll know for a fact that you're yeah. an asshole. <laughs> you'll know that there's a bit of like there's a jokey manner to it. Um, 
uh, there's a chance that the studio will be moving. I'm f- working out some details. Space heater and air conditioned? <laughs> Bro, already incorporated into the building. I don't have to like plug them in or AKA build certain fucking holes Chris's into the wall. goddamn uh, uh, living room. Probably something like that. Uh, no, 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 no. This is like an actual community building that, I mean, as of right now, this is just one of the things I'm looking into. This is hypothetical. Yeah. This is hypothetical. Um, the person is game to give us a space, but I have to make sure the space will be suitable for what I'm wanting. I also need to make sure that I can fucking tag it up, like put a bunch of shit on the walls and stuff. Um, I'm sure we will, but. Again, right now, this is just a preliminary phase, possibly. But yeah, cameras is one aspect. Um, Hopefully 2021 will be a little more uh, accepting of our media pass endeavors so that we can go to festivals and spread the gospel of Pit 6. Hashtag Pit 6, everyone. Tag it on Facebook. Keep it Pit 6. Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. Parlor. yeah, sure. Fucking put fuck it on it, a parlor. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. Free advertising. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Put that shit on everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you want to vandalize something. Um, side of a train. Yeah, side of a train with it. I'm not saying you should because that's uh, advocating uh, crime and we don't do that here. But if you were to do it, there's nothing I could do to stop you. Here at the Toon Junkies podcast, we are strictly anti-crime. Yes. <laughs> for legal reasons. <laughs> Um, so video, new, uh, possibly new studio, um, and then festival appearances, of course. Um, I would like, barring that COVID isn't a thing, I would like to do more Toon Junkies sponsored shows. Like, not so much in the sense of like, brought to you by Toon Junkies, but mm-hmm. more like, we put on a show. I would like for there to be like a Toon Junkie festival, um, but I'm not sure... Again, these are just ideas. You guys um, sponsored a uh, cult fest this year, didn't you? Cult fest, fried fest. Oh yeah, varsity um, champ. We fest. did varsity champ fest. Um, we, it was well, no, I wouldn't say it was a sponsorship, but we did get in good with Michigan Metal Fest. Um, so that's a pretty productive relationship, I think, at least in the sense that it's like a home a DIY festival that's getting pretty big and as long as i can get in good with the owners and the people who put it on uh i wasn't able to get anybody wasn't able to talk to chelsea grin last year that i really wanted to but i don't think they did any press i think they were just there to play um but yeah mainly the biggest endeavor that i want to tackle next year is improving what we have so that we can expand our listenership and our reach, basically. I'd like to... Right now, we're under constraints and confinements of not being able to do... Like, I was able to do Ben Rosette because it was just me and him. Mm-hmm. Like, in order for me to do, like, a Skype call with all three of us, we'd all have to be in the same room because of, at least for what the little experience we have trying to do this, it's just a hassle. But, like... If we were to get a new studio with some like actual Wi-Fi and stuff, it'd be easier for me to conduct it while we're all here, and then the band or guest is via Skype, because it's easier for us to read each other while we're in the same room, and I just feel like it makes for better 
content. Um, we're not talking over each other or, you know, interrupting, whatever. Um, so those are things that, like I said, the main endeavor for next year is trying to grow the show. Hashtag mm-hmm. grow the show. I 100% agree with everything you just said. You know what? I'm glad. I was really <laughs> you know, worried I'm, that you were going to think that everything I said was wrong. I'm really excited to see what the future is going to be for the Toon Junkies podcast. Me too, bud. Chris, will we see another run of t-shirts? Yeah, probably. We've, we got some ideas in the works. I think, um, a, I think a good t-shirt, maybe just like Toon Junkies podcast with your faces on it. But like, I don't like that. I think it'd be very fun. I so I'd wear I'd wear a shirt with Nick Dameron's <laughs> face on it. My most recent idea was to get stickers made that say "Toon Junkies Podcast" and then in quotes it just says "I know, fuck," <laughs> because uh, the most recent thing Nick did that has made me laugh consistently over and over, even though I've listened to it a hundred times. In our last episode, he uh, mispronounced the show. Oh yeah, and he said. Uh, Welcome to the Chone Junkies podcast. My name is Nick. And I said, the what? And he just <laughs> looks at me and he goes, I know, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, it's still not, not funny yet. Like I've listened to it a hundred times and I still laugh every time. What a goon he is. I love him. He's so funny. Miss you, Nick. Wish you were here. Yeah. Rest in peace, Nick. <laughs> My fucking God. That fucking guy. So Chris and Blake. What have you been listening to recently? Oh, so weird. So weird to have somebody actually genuinely ask me that instead of getting caught up in their own listenership and then forget to ask me. Um, let me see. So recently I have been finally, I finally caved and started listening to Every Time I Die. Mm. I've only had a thousand guests come in here and tell me that every time I die I inspired them to play. And I'm like, oh yeah, I know I know of that band, but I've never listened. And I finally started getting into it. And I'll tell you what, a man I slept on them. Pretty good band. Every time I die is great. Pretty, pretty good band. Um, and then I've been listening to His Infernal Majesty, also known as Him, one of my favorite bands of all time. And then two artists who I'm only going to plug songs, um... Actually, one of the songs I don't know if I can plug because I don't actually I can't read kanji. Um, but I've been watching Naruto. Finally, I finally got around to watching Naruto and not doing it begrudgingly. And one of the outro songs is by an artist, um, Azu, A Z U. The sure. song is called "For You." It's got a very like '80s, '90s like R and B vibe to it, and I really fucking love it. And then there's another one. Uh, by this artist named Tia, spelled capital T, lowercase i, capital A. Um, and mm-hmm. as for what the name of the song is, I'm going to try and pull out Shazam. Maybe it'll tell me the actual song because it's just like kanji, and I don't, I can't fucking read that. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, fuck. No, it's it's still just kanji. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Just, uh, just Google Tia Meteor song. It looks like... It's coming up as Ryusei Meteor. I don't know. It'll you'll find a link for it. And I didn't know anyone used Shazam, Shazam for anything. I do. That's something you used at like the grocery store when you're like, "What's the name of this song that I haven't heard in 20 years?" You know. I use it uh, especially for like anime, like anime intros and outros, because I'm like, I don't fucking know who that is, and I can't pull a word to like Google, like, "Oh, what's 
Let me that verse. I'll Google that and find the song. I can't. What kind of phone do you have? Uh, Pixel 4. Oh, okay. I was going to say Siri, if you just tell yeah, Siri, just, hey, what's this song? Mm-hmm. She'll listen to it. It does I mean, the Shazam thing. Google probably also does it, but I just know of Shazam. Mm. Um, my The Pixel will actually, it has a like a background app that just like listens which is cool, and like Except when it hears music, it'll scary. recognize it, and then yeah, like down scary. here, it'll be like now playing "Patience" by Guns N' Roses. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That like I can just look and see what it was, but it also means you're listening all the time. But Facebook yeah. does that anyway, so whatever. <laughs> also, shout out to um, I'm gonna mispronounce this Kasuki featuring Tyler Carter. It was a intro song for uh, God of High School called contradiction super cool check that out but yeah that's a lot of anime music lately what have you been listening to blake my listening is all over the place me too yep (laughs) um steeler's wheel um some pink floyd nice of course chiodo's my favorite band um you didn't say that like it was your favorite band you said that very like, Chiodo's my favorite band. It's <laughs> like just Eeyore over talk. there. <laughs> uh, I love Chiodo's. <laughs> uh, and then Blues Traveler. <gasps> nice. And uh, the 20th anniversary for Hybrid Theory. Nice. That's very good. Oh, yeah. Very good. The demo's on there. Yeah. Very good. Bro, I, bought... I haven't gotten through all of it yet. So. I bought. Uh... What is it? Um, damn it! What's that album called? The one with Runaround from Blues Traveler. What's the name of that album? It's got the Black Cat Yellow album. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It is called Four. Oh. Um, but the, I bought that album at um, Karma one time for like forty bucks, and like it wasn't even like a special. It was like a twentieth anniversary. Forty dollars. Yeah, it's a double LP. Oh, okay. Um, but that bitch sells for like $200 now. And I don't know shit. why. Yeah. Also, there's a, I think I said this recently too, but I saw somebody was asking to, for someone to sell it today on my Mac group. And they were like, yo, sell me this contortionist album, Exoplanet. And I was like, no. I haven't <laughs> thought about the contortionist in a while, but they are. No one has. They're very good. They're really they're good. They're very good. I bought Exoplanet for $8 in a clearance bin at Hot Topic one time strictly because I liked the artwork. I'd heard the name, never listened to before, bought it, really liked it. I put it in my Discogs and that bitch is selling for like 150 bucks now. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, why? I'd sell it. That's good money. Yeah, it is good. I've been thinking about it too, but like, I like it and I kind of want to keep it. For some reason, the more valuable it is, the more I want to keep it. Well, that's why it's valuable. <laughs> that's literally the whole point of the val- Chris. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like I've been, I was looking at you know because I'm, I was l- worried that I wouldn't have any money to pay my rent because I transitioned a job, lost a week, was down, whatever. And I was like, what albums can I sell to make some money? Blues Traveler was one of them. Oof, um, no, Extortionist was another one. Um, I had a couple that were several hundred dollars. I'm like, what the fuck? Crazy. Capitalism, man. Capitalism is unreal. Supply and demand. It is so, <laughs> so crazy. Uh, let's see. What about what you, Jenna? What have you been listening to? Recently? 
Um, well, I will tell you, I have been revisiting uh, Love Is Not Enough by Casey. Um, Casey that? is a Casey Anthony. No, Casey the band. Oh, um, like the metal band? No, they're like uh, they're they're emo hardcore from the UK. Hmm. They broke up last year, and I couldn't go to their last like their final show ever and only U.S. show they've ever played in Chicago because I had two shows that day. Ugh. And I wanted to cry, oh, but yeah, um, yeah, okay. So shout out Stephen Mill from uh, Stole Away. They got me a T-shirt from there in exchange for my ticket. I was thinking of the same band. Yeah. Yes, where I go good. when I am sleeping. Yep. Yeah, I fucking yeah. So their their album Love Is Not Enough has been super big on my playlist recently. Um, the Albatross by Foxing, um, the most beautiful record I've ever heard. Um, swear to God, it makes me like so close to jumping off a bridge like it is so sad um <laughs> dude highly recommend the albatross by foxing um evermore by taylor swift of course um but i think my uh my biggest discover as of recent is a band out of middle of fucking nowhere midwest called frat mouse <laughs> and specifically their song black ops 2 zombies it's just just some lo-fi song about arguing with your girlfriend, smoking weed, and playing Black Ops Two Zombies. That's what I've been listening to recently. Wow, such a such a deep song that must be. <laughs> Dude, so fucking eloquent. It is a minute and thirty seconds, and the <laughs> that's whole all time, I need to know about it. The whole time I'm like, <laughs> this this dude's preaching. This dude is absolutely speaking to my soul. Sometimes, sometimes you say things. And I just wonder, why are we friends? Sometimes I talk to you, like I'll message you, and I'll be like, oh, wait, he doesn't care. <laughs> um, so I'll, You know, Nick still has not learned that, well, but I think he has. I'll text you, and I'm just like, after I send the message, I'm like... Ooh, this is a wrong person like, to Yeah, now to. that I think about it, I really don't think he gives a fuck like, <laughs> at all. Not one bit. No, I don't. So, that's okay. I understand, Chris. I know where I stand in your life. That was like, so, I don't, I don't know if it's just, sometimes he doesn't, maybe he, I don't know. Okay, so basically, what happens is, sometimes Nick will message me, and he'll just be like, hey, Remember that game I told you to play, Far Cry 3? And you remember how you really liked it? And I was like, yeah. He'd be like, well, I'm playing it again. And I'm like, cool, man. What do you want from me? Like, I don't I don't care that you're playing the same game again. I don't care you're watching the same movies again. Like, I want new shit, bro. Put me on to new stuff. Oh, I'm, play, uh, I'm playing Feel Spider-Man again. I don't yeah. care. He only wants new shit. I want new shit, Absolutely. dude. Don't, that's like people who especially okay so this is one of the things that drives me nuts about nick is that he'll just play the same game or watch the same movie over and over bro you've already ridden the ride the excitement's gone what are you doing do you ever go on the continue page on the voodoo and just see what's up there yeah i know for a fact what nick's watching no he it's watches the same shit batman? over and over always always always, <laughs> always a batman movie on the continue page yep. Recently, I don't know how recently, but I've noticed there's always Fast and Furious, at least one of them on there, or any movie with Vin Diesel. Um, Riddick. That's on there. Yeah. Um, and then 
just some obscure movie from the early 2000s that no one's thought about since it came out. <laughs> yeah, like, like uh, Underworld. Dazzled with fucking... Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, what's his name? Brendan Fraser? You the dude from Mummy? Yeah, that guy. Wow. He'll be like, yo, this movie's pretty good. I'm like, no, it's not. It wasn't good. That's why I no one talks about Encino it. Encino Man. <laughs> Encino Man. Yeah, like, it's all... I don't know. He said some rude shit to me before, and then there's some times where I'm like, Chris is actually a really soft guy, and then, you know. I am, and just bipolar. There's some days where I'm like, this dude, if I say one wrong thing, (laughs) there's going to be a fucking nuclear missile attack over Denton, Texas. (laughs) Like, I'm going to get blown up very quickly. I was thinking about that today. I was like, you know, like, looking at all the relationships that, like, I, that are, like, close to me, I'm actually, like, really generous. Yeah, I'm not emotionally available all the time but that's forever usually (laughs) sometimes i am it it really i kind of just need some help from substances to like really get me into a vulnerable state most of the time i'm just so guarded i think that's the only time that you've really ever talked to me is when you're drinking or something yeah because most of the time i'm like i'm annoyed or i'm sad i'm normally sad and i just don't really want to talk to anybody but like you know I have never actually really had a conversation with Nick or yeah with Nick ever because he doesn't come to shows he lives so far away <laughs> Nick's a very funny person to talk to he you know uh, I don't know how how um, into Spongebob you are but there's a there's a <clears throat> quote no, from Patrick yeah. Starr where he says the inner machinations mm-hmm. of my mind are an enigma and then milk dumps <laughs> falls over and that's pours out. exact that exact quote is the best way to describe Nick and how he speaks to people yeah he um he'll hover around certain topics so like comic books mm-hmm. wrestling uh, wrestling and uh punk music if you want to talk to him and like actually get like good conversation bring up those things because those are things he's very knowledgeable about. But if you want to be like, so what do you think about Plato's Republic? He'll just be like, I don't think I want to ask you about Plato's Republic. Goes, I don't want to know what you think about that. I'll come back to you. We'll, let's table this and we'll come back. And then he'll <laughs> avoid it. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. Uh, Very interesting person to talk to. Nick's fun. Nick's fun. That's See, why he responds to my texts with things that are relatively funny enthusiasm and then, he and does then, uh, and then Chris will be like shut the fuck up no one likes you yeah I'll be like oh I'm <laughs> sorry like, mother never you loved seem you when to you were have mistaken me with somebody who gives a shit sometimes I go back in our group chat and uh, the varsity champ fest group chat we've had for years mm-hmm. um, and I just um, I love <laughs> seeing your responses the most recent one that I find funny is I, I just said out of nowhere I swear one of these days I'm gonna fucking lose it and then, Chris, you said, I can't wait to watch life beat down your youthful vigor. <laughs> Period. At the end. Uh, see, and there's nothing that I can respond to that that will, like, ever be more vague and, uh, like, just... That's so disheartening. I know. I. It's almost become, like, a game in that chat, like... Sometimes we'll be having a conversation and like I'm fine, but then there'll be other days where like we haven't messaged in a while, and then like you'll randomly pop in with something that has nothing to do with anything that was even close to what 
we were talking about last and it, for some reason it just annoys me and then i just want to like you know what fuck this kid and then i just say some <laughs> mean shit just to get you to be quiet spotify wrapped this is what i said spotify wrapped nah i don't use condoms chris said <laughs> does your college have a class on how to be funny because if so you should take it <laughs> And then Nick said, and if you are taking it, drop, drop out. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not funny. <laughs> so it's um, it's always a wild time to talk in this group chat. I uh, I have a good time. But see, that's like, that's how it is. No matter group chat you're in with me. Like, sometimes I'm understanding and I'm like into what you're saying most of the time though I'm gonna be upset and annoyed about something that has nothing to do with what you guys did but I will take it out on you because I just push people away when I get angry one of my biggest goals in life is to have Chris finally admit that I'm the funniest person he knows that's uh, all I want not, keep dreaming though. that's all I <laughs> you're want not, though. you're it not though it is um just like a childhood dream of mine I've been dreaming about it ever since <laughs> I was seven years old <laughs> Um, yeah, that's all I want Chris to just finally be like you know what Gennaro I hate to admit it, it you have to say that you have to say I hate to admit it I would I but, would absolutely hate but to you're admit the it. funniest person I know bar none absolutely hysterical every moment I've ever talked to you and I'll be like you know what Chris I really don't give a fuck get the fuck out of my life like, be like how's it feel <laughs> you're not though like Nick Nick's pretty funny Nick makes me laugh a lot but he's not the funniest person I've Who's ever met. Who's the funniest person you know? Who's the funniest person I've ever met? Hmm. Now I'm going to have to like dig into the vault for this because I've been a hoe for a long time. I know a lot of people. <laughs> and that's what, I, that's what I seek. I look for people who are funny because that's the thing I enjoy the most. Mm. Is that why we're friends? I enjoy people who have good senses of humor. People who can joke around and like take serious things and find something funny about it because life fucking sucks. It's sad. It's depressing. People, all the people you love die. Like it's just hard. So it's good to have people around. It's good for you to surround yourself with people that can make jokes out of things because life is hard enough. That is the emoest thing you've ever fucking said. Bro, I don't even I, know why I talk to you sometimes. Bro, really? I'm the inspiration for I Feel Less. Don't even lie. It's me. The inspiration for I Feel Less does have something to do with you. <laughs> what exactly is that? Uh, how low he makes my self-confidence. <laughs> how he absolutely breaks my heart every time I talk to him. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to write a song about I'm this. I'm making you a better musician. You're welcome. You fucking drive me into therapy. I swear <laughs> on my life. Me, I actually have a deal with uh, the local therapist in the area. I'm like, hey, I'll berate your clients and I'll send them your way. And they'll keep paying you forever yeah, for a keep lifetime. Paying. I'll give them all kinds of like body dysmorphia issues. I'll make them feel self-conscious about the way they laugh. Yeah. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? The fucking, oh my God, the Justin Bieber interview. He goes, I like the way you laugh. <laughs> that shit cracks me That's one of my like... I hate it, but I also think it's hilarious when people make fun of the way somebody laughs. They're like, oh, you know that noise you make when you're really happy? It sounds weird. <laughs> like, it's such a mean thing to say to somebody, but it's hilarious. The funniest person I've ever met in my entire life, Chuck Hawkins. Chuck Hawkins. Really? He is not intentionally funny. Those are the best all. kind of people. He just says 
the most off-cuff shit that makes me damn near piss my pants every time. Uh, there's one time at a show, he was like, I can't hear the guitar, I can't hear the guitar. And, you know, like they're he's like unplugging everything in the back of the amp and everything. And I think it was Paul who comes up and he just plugs the guitar in. And Chuck <clears throat> goes, oh. He goes, damn, I didn't check that. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I would think... Damn, I didn't check from, that. From the very little things I know about guitar, I think that's the first thing you check. That's normally... That's, the, either the cable into the guitar or the volume knob. That's the first thing you check on any, like, machine at all. Any tool. Hey, plug it's in. not working. Well, is it plugged in? It sounds like a dumb question, but sometimes that is the answer. Like, talk to any IT person, and they'll they get calls all the time. Hey, my printer's not working. The first thing they have to ask, is it plugged in? And is it turned on? Yeah, yeah, is it turned on? A lot of people, they get met with a lot of attitude, but most of the time, that's usually the problem. It's like, oh, it's not on. I'm like, yeah, you fucking idiot. Turn your shit on. <laughs> it's not going to work if it's not plugged in. Oh, people are dumb. Damn, I miss Chuck. Maybe we'll go visit him. Rest in peace. He's not dead. I just haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. funny, right? Yeah. See, that part's fine. Yeah. Rest in peace. He's not dead. I just haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> but you're still not the funniest person I've ever met. Am I at least top five? No. Ten. I'll give you ten. Okay, cool. I'll give you ten. That's fine. I can work my way up from there. <laughs> you just have to like, and you have to learn. Well, you know what? I know your style of humor. I'll tell you. You just got to be mean. Like, I'm not a mean I told person. Nick my favorite version of him that I like is when he's annoyed. And when he's like, he's dismissive. like cool, 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 cool. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. Like when he's yeah. dismissive, that's the funniest shit to me. When he's like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> this just in. If you're an asshole and roughly ages 25 to 32, Chris will date you. No, that's a that's a big fact. If you are trying to like, I don't know why you want to try. If you want to try and be in a relationship with me, you got to be like Angela from The Office. I want you to be mean. I want you to be stern in your beliefs and be independent. You got to know what you want. I'm not interested in like, oh, we can do whatever you want. No, I'll do what I want regardless. Would What do you want to do? I'll make sure you can do that thing. I remember one time I had this girlfriend who got mad at me because she really liked Chinese food. I don't like Chinese food. So she was like, I want to go see this movie and I want to go eat Chinese food afterwards. Like, well, I'm going to be honest with you. Not interested in that movie. Also don't like Chinese food, so I'm not going to do either of those things with you. But, you know that dude who keeps asking me out on dates at work? Let him take you. I bet he'll do it. Yeah, go let, have him do those things. She's like, what? I'm like, you're letting me, you would let me go on a date with somebody else? Like, yeah, were you going to fuck him? She's like, no. I'm like, then what am I worried about? Yeah, then what's the You're going to do the things you like. It's a (laughs) win-win. I don't have to do those things that I don't that I don't want to pretend to like, and just like ruin worse. your time. No, go do the things you like. Come back. I'm gonna do the things I like. I'll be here playing fucking uh, princess Twilight princess, and then you go watch your dumb movie and eat your dumb. He Chinese plays Twilight food. princess on the Wii for sure. In, I that's, did. That is the inferior I, version of the I game. I did but, when that game was out. But I know that's what you did. Yeah. You're I had a Wii. Fucking swatting around the fucking. Wii Remote, like it's a goddamn sword. I think they're remaking that for uh, Switch. I hope year. so, because that is my favorite game. That game was awesome. Yeah, like bar none favorite game of all time. 
Next year is uh, the 35th anniversary of Zelda. Holy Jesus. shit. I really wanted to play, was it Skyward Sword? Which is Skyward like Sword's kind of fun, actually. Actually pretend. I really wanted that, but I didn't. I never got to play it. I never beat it, but it was pretty fun. Is this how we end the episode? I think so. All right. We got through everything that you wanted to ask? Yeah. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Thank you for listening to the Two Nuckies podcast. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to everyone at home, in the car, at work, on the toilet, wherever you're at. <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Saturnalia. Whatever the fuck you celebrate. Have a good one. Actually, we know you had a good one because this will come out yeah. the day after. So- I hope we hope your holiday was festive and have a very happy new year. Yeah, oh, we'll yeah. see it. We'll see you around. We'll see you so, around. Please enjoy this very festive tune called "We Wish You a Merry Christmas" slash "Dumb Ugly Sweater" by our friends in Publicity Stunt. This has been a Tune Junkies podcast. My name is Chris. My name is Gennaro. My name's Blake. And uh, we'll catch you on the flip side, suckers. <laughs> <laughs>